1: Good morning, football fans, coming to you live from the cave. This is Straight Football Talk. I am your host, Teddy. The Bear Tate, alongside of me, of course, is Dallas Big D Duclos. You already know what it is, baby. You already know what it is. We do know what it is. And it's you picking Jay Cutler for fantasy. It was bad. It was a bad decision. And, guys, don't you ever do what I did. I tried to get risky out there, and it did not pay off. Guys, that just goes to show you sometimes you get burned. Yes. Sometimes you pick Jay Cutler. Absolutely.
0: And sometimes you pick Carson Palmer, and that's a real big mistake, too.
1: And already we've got comments on our Facebook Live video. Um, And it's Andrew, our good buddy Andrew. Andrew, buddy. He says congrats on the Flickers booking. I hope we see you. Yes. Um. He actually he won't be there. He, what? He's got a wedding the night before. He's getting, Andrew. He's getting married. Andrew, just come after. <laughs> free food. i free, free food. On us, come on. <laughs> come on. No, but love me, Andrew. You congrats, you Andrew. We you know. Getting married is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Very big deal. So congrats to him. And congrats. Congrats to our fellow, or not fellow, but um, a guest speaker we had on. A couple weeks ago, Michael Coe he got married yesterday. Yes, he did. So he did. Congrats, congrats to them, Michael. Uh, to Michael and Maria. So, uh, so anyways, um, of course we want to let all the new listeners know because again, we're growing, we're getting we bigger. Are. We are, we so, are, we're always, we're always growing. So we want to let all the new listeners know it's a non-bias, no BS filter. We don't sugarcoat our opinions though. Nope, but no profanity. We we like to be pretty clean. Yep. Yeah. Not nothing not too dirty. A little dirt, not a lot. Smell
0: amazing, by the way. Yeah. Wow. If you guys are
1: wondering. I know you are. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we want we guys want you to be part of the conversation. So either call in at 718-508-9883 or like us on Straight Football Talk, our Facebook page. Or like any no social media. Yeah. Like follow me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm on there frequently. Um, feel free to follow us on Twitter. Ask your fantasy questions live. Yes. and we're and we try to do a, a Twitter live video, but it's not Twitter's it. not allowing us to do that not for some reason. So we're still doing the Facebook right, right now. But as you know, once we get started on the yep. Yep. get Twitter going, we'll start doing Twitter and uh, others as well. We're also like you said on Instagram, where we do little snippets before yep. and after yep. that kind of thing. Um, and of course, you guys, we we want to thank all the supporters that we get. It means a lot to us. Uh, it's with your help that we keep growing. It's with your help that we keep getting out there. People keep hearing about us, you know, and it, honestly, crickers, the the event, the that uh, that host yeah. is just growing.
0: Yeah, it is. It's all over the place. I think it's
1: it's close to 30 shares now. Yeah. So it's it's getting And years. and I um, I I don't want to misquote myself, but I'm pretty sure it's probably close to the 3500 to 4000 people it's reached. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So getting And I like want to see all years. of you guys there. Uh, I want to see as many of you people there as possible. Ted, all you beautiful people. Ted, you got to show them. You got to show them some of the stuff we got. We got some cool stuff, guys. We'll get to that. We'll
0: we get cool that. We, got, stuff. we got.
1: We got to. We got to tease them a little longer, Big D. Because guess what? I think we got a phone call. We we do. you want to answer? I, yeah, I think I know who it is too. Oh man, who could it be? I, I think it's Awesome Austin Thomas. Is this Awesome Austin? What's up, guys? Uh, hey. up, What's Up, Austin. Up, buddy. <laughs>
2: I'm good, I'm good. How are you guys today?
1: Doing good. Got another oh, great day out. of football. We not? Yes.
2: yes, we do. Take it easy
1: over there. Take it easy there, Big D. <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
3: okay. Big D
1: you have the updated I have the updated tallies. Yes you do. Or for for all of us right now. Yes I do. And guys, I don't want I don't wanna to brag too much, but I'm still on top of the world. <sighs> guys, one of you's got to catch up to me this week because as of now the tally is me, 30. Yep. Teddy has got 27, and Austin made up some ground. He's got 26 points now. He yeah, was, he's right, right behind you. He's right, he's right on my heels. This is the week. This is, You know what? It's fitting that this is a three-week, guys, pretty much, because almost all the games this week are rivalry games. Yeah. Uh, so it's fitting that we've got that going. And we've got such close standings. Yeah, absolutely. Really close. So absolutely, I think that's a tribute to uh, how how closely we've all been paying attention to the season so far, the close standings of okay. our contest.
2: Okay. Okay. I'll start, I'll, I'll start making good decisions, guys. I won't do any of these upsets anymore. <laughs> all right.
1: Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, some of those upsets turned out to be the right call. That, yep. that bears upset. Oh, absolutely absolutely, right absolutely. On that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, Without further ado, I think we need to get started, Big let's D. I also had, had the Vikings we last today. week. I also had the Vikings last week. I don't know I don't yes, know you what did. you guys picked. Yes, you did. No, no, we you you got us both on that one. Because we didn't get that one. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, if you watch the video cool.
2: I told you, Case Keenum guys. He has his best games against you know the Buccaneers and look what he you did.
1: I remember you saying that. <sighs> so let's dive into the schedule, Ted. Let's do it. Alright guys. First game on the docket, Dolphins and Saints. Oh boy. Man, so who's real, going
2: first? Real quick, who's, who's real kicking? quick, I, I'll, I'll start this off because I got some injury news for you guys. Today during the warm-ups, starting corner Byron Ma- Byron Maxwell tweaked his hamstring, and he's inactive for today. Also, oh, wow. he came off he came off suspension this week, Willie Sneed. He, he tweaked his hamstring during practice this week. He is also inactive. I don't know if that's going to oh, influence man. or fix it all, but... That's two huge injuries for the for both teams right there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and then obviously Jay Jay has been questionable. Thanks for and joining us, Daniel, we appreciate you. Yes, absolutely. I'm on Facebook, Jay uh, Jai is playing. He is playing. Okay. He is okay. active. All right. With that being said, who wants to take off? Austin, you want you want to pick first?
2: Sure, I'll go. I, I'm going to take the Dolphins. I, I think last taking week, the Dolphins. He, Last week, um, the, the head coach for the Dolphins was not happy with, with the offense at all. Um, he called their offense garbage. He, he's going to get them back on track. He's going to abuse Jay Ajayi today. Um, they even have a thing on Twitter, hashtag is so they want to get him rolling today. Fun fact, he's also the first London-born player to play in London. In the NFL, that's pretty cool. But that. I think I think this I think I think this game is going to come down to time of possession, and I think with the running game of the Dolphins, I think they're just going to have a little bit more time to get points on the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know the struggles between Andrew and Peterson and that backfield, so I just think that the, yep. the Dolphins'
1: running game is going to be the biggest factor in this game. Ted, I 100% agree with uh, awesome Austin awesome, Thomas. I don't want to go against Drew Brees, however, that Saints defense has. It's got some problems. It's been terrible. Yeah, it's got some problems. It's been bad. Uh, so, with that being said, and again, like Austin said, e- even if you didn't hear what Adam Gase said about the offense in general, you know they're going to re- try to rely on that uh JGI run game. They're going to yeah. try to make him be the focal point of that offense. Jay Cutler's got a, uh, I, th- I think he's got a little more room to grow for for that offense. Yeah, so, you know, guy train. I'm on it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on the J train too. Uh, the Saints offense has just absolutely been. It's been terrible. You mean defense? Uh, Well, I mean their defense. I'm sorry. The Saints defense, (laughs) yes. The Saints defense has been absolutely awful.
3: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Yes, their offense has been very potent. We knew that was going to happen. But their defense has not been able to win them games. Uh, And you just can't – there's some teams you can't outscore. I think the Dolphins will make the stops towards Mm -hmm. the end of the game. They'll make the necessary stops. It's going to come down to those third down plays. I still think the Dolphins have the personnel on defense. to get That down for them with the Dolphins. Okay. So we're all in agreement there. Next, also Browns I forgot Browns. about this. Lawrence
2: Timmons is also playing.
1: Oh, okay, very nice. After his, so after his to... last week hiatus. Yeah, that was that was really weird too, guys. It's yes the battle the bumbling this week battle. It's the battle, battle of Ohio. It's the battle of the bumbling, Ted. Yeah. You know why it's the battle of the bumbling? Why? Because neither one of these teams has got to win. <laughs> That's right, 0 and 3. Both teams 0 and 3 start the season. <clears throat> Who wants to kick off this one? It's Browns and Bengals. And I'm assuming it's that Cincinnati the way you have it. I believe so. Okay. I guess I'll kick this one off. I actually, I'm actually, i actually going with the Bengals on this one today, guys. That's going with the Bengals. I am. <clears throat> um, you believe in laser? You feeling it? Laser. Oh, yeah. The, uh, laser? The coordinator. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, I do think, though the Bengals have offensive line trouble, I do think, however, um, the Browns have just haven't showed me anything uh, to impress except for Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser has impressed me this season. Um but they played a really um weak Colts team last week. Did and not get the de- Yeah, did not get the deal done. Um I gotta go with the Bengals guys. I think I, I think Red Rifle comes out does well. Um I think with the, the return of uh uh Berfic, uh will also help boost this defense. And again it's at Cincinnati it's hard to win at Cincinnati. Awesome, awesome how about you buddy?
2: I, I I wanted, I I flip-flopped on this game. It's hard. You guys. Um, It is hard. It is. I, like you said, Kaiser has impressed me. Um, It's in Cleveland. Oh, it's in Cleveland. Awesome. It's it's in
1: Cleveland. It's not going to affect my mind.
2: I mean, they're both Ohio teams. It's just on the turnpike.
1: But, um. I I, was just clarifying because we had some discrepancies on the, Yeah. Right. Lattimore comes uh, up city for him this is If goal. Miles Garrett was
0: playing in the I in. I
2: I think yep. I think I would take the Browns but Bill Lazor showed me that he can turn the Cincinnati's Bengals offense around and also this yep. is going to be the first time Jay, AJ Green has faced the Browns and not have to deal with Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden used to Joe lock Hayden, down yep. Green and so he's off AJ Green is going to have a field day today and I I, I got to take the Bengals.
0: Mm-hmm. Well,
1: David you can't join us today, buddy. You can catch the show afterwards, still. And be sure to and be sure to comment later, man. I want to thank for everybody for tuning in here. We got a lot of comments going on already, guys. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go with the Bengals. Wow. Um, I, I'm gonna agree. I think uh, Laser showed that he could really bring this this offense together. they the offense for the Bengals is really what was puzzling. Their defense they didn't play terrible in those mm-hmm. first game in the first games that they played. The first three games they played, the Bengals defense didn't play bad. They just didn't get any help. Yeah. You are on the field, the whole game, you're probably not going to stop everything. Uh, I like the chances of the Bengals pulling off the win today. I think it's still going to be a close game though. Yeah. Battle of Ohio. Oh. Guys. Battle of Ohio. Bills and Falcons. Bills and Falcons. This is going to be, this one here is a tough one for me. I'm um, back and forth on this one. I, I will, I guess I'll go again. Um, for me, this ain't tough at all, uh, to be all, in all honesty. The only thing on the Bills' offense right now is LaShawn McCoy. It's shady. Um, the Bills' defense is good. However, come on, guys. It's Matt, Matty Ice, Julio Jones, it's Muhammad new Devontae Freeman, Devin Coleman. I don't know. Come on, Austin Hooper. There's too many weapons on this offense. And plus, if you've only got to really worry about Shady McCoy, this defense should have, do all right today. I got to go with the Falcons, guys. I'm going with the Falcons. Well, I'm going to tell you guys why I think this is a, a lot tougher game to pick than, Go ahead. than, you, uh, than you let on. Uh, the Denver Broncos have arguably the best defense in the NFL right now. Um, this is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, and the uh-huh. Bills beat the Broncos last week. Yeah. One of the best defenses in the NFL, and the yeah. Falcons have not been playing like the Falcons of last year. The ball-hawking defense we saw last year has not taken the field this year. Mm-hmm. Now, you can say that they played very, they played good defense against the Bears, but let's face it, the Bears offensively, they're not great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm not sure how I feel about this game. I'm going to go with the Falcons, but I think it's going to be a lot closer. Sure. I, I'm, I am going to go with the Falcons, but I do think this is a closer game. This game could go the other way. Austin, what do you think? <clears throat>
2: Dallas, I agree with you 100%. I mean, the – Defense wins championships. Sean McDermott knows how to, how to, you know, coach defense. Bill's defense has impressed. It's in Buffalo, I think, isn't it? I believe so. No, it's at Atlanta. It's at Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just it's checked. Atlanta. it's at Atlanta. Yeah, I just checked. It's at Atlanta. I'm going to go with the Falcons, but I agree with you, Dallas. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people expect.
3: We've
1: got Jaguars and Jets. This has been – the, the, the Jaguars have been incredibly surprising this year. You know, And with the Jaguars, what is it? so it's week three, so they're, what, two and one now? hmm Okay. Um, now they're going – I mean, I know the Jets surprised everybody and beat the Dolphins last week, but the Jaguars being two and one, I don't think a lot of well, people were expecting I mean, that. I mean, I did think that the Jets' win was surprising, but maybe just the score was surprising to me, yeah. how, how how much right. how they made the, the, the offense roll, well, but – my point is, is the Jag- both teams have, have shocked us a little bit, but yeah. more so the Jaguars because oh, yeah. of being 2-1. and one. However, obviously, i got to go with the Jaguars here, guys. In all honesty, uh, Blake Bortles has played a lot better than what most people have. Even though they lost Allen Robinson, they've still got Allen Hearns. They still have Marquise Lee. Mercedes Lewis has showed up in the red zone Leonard a lot. Black. Leonard Fournette, the, you know, he's becoming a very reliable rookie running back. He's like um, and then let's not, let's not also forget about what uh, the Bears said before the season started. Look out for this Jaguars' defense. Their defense it's, it's, was it's monstrous. Y- it's young, and it's hungry, and they're showing it. Uh, I don't think the Jets stand a chance today. Austin?
2: Jalen Ramsey is questionable for this game, for the Jaguars' defense, but it's not going to matter. This Jaguars team is rolling right now.
1: <laughs> let, me, let me just, let me just I'm take the cut Jags. this real short. Let me just cut this real short. It's the Jets. <laughs> And they barely they they barely came out of the I mean, if, if Cutler wouldn't have played like Cutler, I don't think they win last week. Wow. It isn't gonna happen this week. The Jets, they're losing today because the Jaguars are gonna be winning this game, and I actually don't think this game's gonna be very close. Uh Lions and Vikings. This is this is another tough little divisional rivalry here. Some some divisional implications. Austin, kick us off. Very Lions tough. or Vikings?
2: This is a tough game. Um, if if it was in Detroit, it'd be easy for me. But it's at Minnesota. Um, Casey mm-hmm. Keenum's playing good right now. The, the Minnesota mm-hmm. defense in general is just a different monster when it's in when it's at the dome. Um, I, yeah. I, I gotta take the Vikings again, man. we
3: on the same page.
1: Um, <clears> yeah, I'll go. Ahead and, I'll go ahead and follow Austin. I guess um, I gotta go with the Vikings too. I completely agree. Not only that. Um, Run game keeps your offense consistent. Uh, the, the Lions' run game uh, is not consistent. Dalvin Cook for the Vikings has been very consistent. Um, Case Keenum, if he can play like he did last week, he should have no problem throwing all over this Lions' defense. Um, yes, obviously it's Matt Stafford, and, you know, the, <laughs> he's been playing at a high level, right? He's, he's been keeping his offense on a high level. But, like Austin said, uh, the Purple People Eaters will wreak havoc. Uh, this may be a close game. But the Vikings are taking it. You know what? Not so fast, guys. Uh Uh-oh. Not so fast. Uh Uh-oh. Listen, Matthew Stafford got paid the big boy bucks this year, and he has earned every single dime. I picked against Matthew Stafford against the Cardinals, Mm -hmm. whose secondary, I think, is a little bit better, or at least it was, than the Vikings. Now, the Vikings may be playing well right now. Mm Mm-hmm. But I still think Matthew Stafford's going to win this game. You know why? Because it's inside, and Matthew Stafford loves to play inside. I'm going with the Lions. He doesn't like to play inside. So, I got to say, I was watching uh, – this is a little off subject. You were talking about playing inside. But I got to say, I was watching old highlights. Awesome, Austin. You remember the, uh, the snow bowl when we were – uh, the Eagles versus the Lions? Yeah. The Megatron caught that ball. Yeah. And yeah. Dude, that was a great game. I love those games. Sorry. I just yeah. – good little memories. Anyway, Shady continue. McCoy We've for the, the win. We got the Panthers and the Patriots.
2: Do what, what 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 awesome. I said Shady McCoy for the win.
1: Yep. Yep. Panthers and Patriots boys. Oh, <laughs> um, this is a this a odd matchup. This is a this is a nice one. I like this one. A little refreshing. Um However, a little bit of different styles, yeah, too. Yeah, a little different, bit. Different class of styles. But same outcome's going to happen. Uh-oh. I got the Patriots winning. Ted's Goldman, with the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, it's Tom Brady, guys. Uh, they get Dante at Hightower back. Um, that's, their, that's their general on that defense right now. Um, Cam Newton has played, I don't want to say mediocre, but right, right he's been playing uh, not at a very high level right now. <coughs> that uh, Carolina offense hasn't been playing to where I thought it was going to be playing um, at the beginning of the season. And their defense may be good. But, again, guys, you can't go against Tom Brady very often. Well, I'm just going to tell you right now, this game's in Foxboro. Yeah. Tom Brady doesn't like to lose at home. Not, not usual. Not not in Gillette Stadium. And you can oh, bet after against playing the, the Texans.
3: Right. Yeah, only right. against the
1: Chiefs. That's right. <laughs> only when he's playing Kareem Hunt. Listen, uh, but all kidding aside, Tom Brady doesn't like to lose at home. I think that, I think that loss that you brought up with the, with the Chiefs mm-hmm. is still ringing in their ears. They're mm-hmm. still very upset about that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that are questioning them, myself included. But this week, I'm going with the Patriots. It's really tough to beat Tom Brady at home. And they just played pretty well, actually, against mm-hmm. uh, Deshaun Watson, a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. And they're going up against the same thing today. I like their chances. Gotcha. Austin. Awesome. Um, I'm I'm also going with the
2: Patriots. Um, there's a reason why Cam Newton is one of the most dropped quarterbacks in in fantasy leagues right now. It's just because he's not playing at a high level. They can't get the running game going. Everyone thought Christian McCaffrey was going to be this huge thing. I didn't. You can even read it in my article earlier this, this offseason. But um, Kelvin Benjamin, he's nicked up. There's no one else really in the passing game. Greg Olsen's still out. Ed Dixon didn't really fill up. This this Panthers offense is worrisome, and the Patriots are going to take advantage. Or the Patriots you know, are going to you
1: take know advantage. Patri- you know who the Panthers should pick up to help uh, alleviate that Wilson woe? It's Gary Barnard. We interviewed yeah. him a couple weeks Barnard ago. Dog. Yeah, Barnard, Yeah, uh, Gary Barnard. I'd love to see him back on the Panthers. I'd love to. Something else awesome, Austin. Awesome. Like, I'm like. i glad you bring it up because, to me, I was excited for Christian McCaffrey, uh, but it wasn't for the run game. It was for his uh, pass-catching yeah. ability. Yeah. Um, obviously, Jonathan Stewart has been mediocre the last – even the last couple of years he's been yes. mediocre. The, the Panthers need to really address an actual running back run game. They really do. You know what I'm saying? You no, know, I remember so. – I seem to recall them having a nice, nice running game a couple of years ago where they had a nice one-two punch for D'Angelo Williams, I believe it was. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. And, so. you know, the, the Steelers picked up. Yeah, yeah. I need to get back to that. And he's a free agent right now. Next up on the on the list, we've got the Rams and the Cowboys. Mm. Rams and Cowboys, that mm. Monster defense versus very potent offense. And a defense
3: that's
1: eh, still a little shaky for me. Uh Uh-huh. Are you starting this one, Big D? I'm going to start it off. Okay. Guys, ordinarily I would never say this, but I like Jared Goff's chances. (laughs) He's been getting a lot of protection, and that Rams defense is playing like they have their heads on fire. Yep. I like the Rams' chances of beating the Cowboys today. I'm going with the Rams. Um, I, I guess I can go. Um, i got to go with the Rams as well. Uh, it's not even just because of Jared Goff. Um, Todd Gurley. That's what you got to say about that. Todd I'll, Gurley. They've got Todd Gurley. They've got Cooper Cup. They've got Sammy Watkins. Um, I not care about that. Is Tavon office. Austin coming back this week? Uh, uh, awesome, Austin, Austin.
2: Last time I checked, Tavon Austin and Sammy Watkins are both questionable because they're still in concussion mm-hmm. protocol. I can check on it for you, though.
1: Okay. But, anyways, also you got to look at the Rams defense. I know the Cowboys' offense is potent. Is you it know is. they've got some good, it great is. weapons on there. They do, but the Cowboys' defense is mediocre. It is. It's allowed a lot of a lot of. Uh, and quite frankly, Josh played against better defenses already. Yeah, he has, and he's played very well. Yeah. So, and again, I, I got to go with Rams guys. It always helps when you got top early. Yes. yes <laughs> <laughs> oh, Austin, who do you got? <clears> well, you look at last last <laughs> week's.
2: Um, hello. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. You look at last week's game against the Cardinals. First half, the Cowboys did not look like the Cowboys, but they they found something in the second half to really get over the edge. They Mm -hmm. Marcus Lawrence dominated that offensive line, guys. But the Rams' offensive line is a lot better than the Cardinals. The Cardinals have had a bad offensive line for a few years now. The Rams really Mm -hmm. made it a point to go out in free agency. They they signed Whitworth off the Bengals. Um, right. they, they, they wanted to improve that. I just look, Tavon Austin and Sammy Watkins are both cleared and should be active for today.
3: Ooh, um, very well, very good. That's
2: bad. <laughs> but I, I agree with Ted. Todd Gurley is the man in that offense. He's going to make plays all day yep. long. I don't think, I don't think yep. the defense for the Cowboys, I don't think DeMarcus Lawrence is going to be enough today. I think the Rams are going to get this one. Plus, Sean McVay, he knows this defense. He knows how to prepare for it. He had to do so the last few years in in Washington, so he knows how he knows how to beat it. He's gonna he's gonna win. mm -hmm. Plus plus plus. If you want to talk about rivalries, Wade Phillips, defensive coordinator, you know he's gonna
1: want to attack Mm -hmm. this this Cowboys team a little bit. That's what I was just about to say. Daniel just commented, Wade Phillips for the win, and I got you know Wade Phillips knows how to coach a defense. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Dak Prescott hits the turf today. (laughs) He hits the turf today. He's gonna get sacked. Um Ravens and Steelers, you want me to kick this one off? <laughs> you know what? I think we're gonna shift it to Austin Austin <laughs> Ravens and <or> Steelers buddy <laughs>
2: um both these both these teams are coming off losses um depending on how you look at it. I don't know if you'd rather be blown out or losing a heartbreaker in overtime It doesn't matter. they're both heartbreaking losses they're 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 wins that you guys should have won um Mm-hmm. Baltimore is traveling back from London. Hopefully, for, or thankfully for them, it's a home game. Big Ben is not so great on the road. The Steelers' offense is struggling right now. Um, it just it, this game is going to come down to who wants it more, who really wants this game more. I don't care about the talent level. This team, this game is always down to the wire, no matter the talent level. Mm-hmm. I, I, for me, I'm just going to go with the home team here. I'm going to pick the Ravens. Um, I just think that they're going to want it a little more today because it's at home, and they're going to get over this embarrassing loss and get back on track.
1: Not so fast, Austin. Not so fast. Let me tell you something. The Ravens got beat 44-7 last week. 44-7. to 7. Everybody thought, uh, you know, you dealers to lose. But we all knew going into that Steelers-Bears game how tough of a game that was going to be for the Steelers. Historically, they don't play well at Soldier Field. So it would have been kind of out of the ordinary for them to win. On the other hand, they played fairly well. Yeah, they got some stalls on offense, but the Ravens don't appear to have anything going on. They don't seem to know what their offense is going to do. They don't seem to have a defensive identity this year. I'm going with the Steelers they're going to be the ones, I think, that bounce back this week for the win. Uh, it's going to be tough, though. Um, to, to talk about this game, and obviously there is a bias here, but I'm going to put that bias away for a moment. Um, yes, the Steelers did lose to the Chicago Bears, and it, it was a little disturbing. But, again, they lost by, um, what was it, Once, six, I say less than a score. Um, you look at the Ravens. The Ravens benched Joe Flacco because of how – he was playing.
2: He played terrible on um, that game. They need a run
1: game. The run game has this you know Buck Allen seemed like to be the game for a little bit, especially his pass catching ability. Um this Ravens defense up to the up to the Jaguars game looked to be looked looked phenomenal. Um was the number one defense. And then you have Blake Bortles of oh, all of, of all quarterbacks. And exploit him and don't and don't forget Ted the Ravens offensive line played awful. Mm-hmm. They played terrible against Jacksonville. They did. And I think for me it, I agree with Austin. I think it's going to come down to the wire. The Ravens-Steelers rivalry is oh, no, no doubt about a that. phenomenal one. Um, and it's hard-hitting, and it's, it's gritty. It's nasty. Today. But I think, I think the Steelers take the win today. It's going to be a tough game today. Now we've got another rivalry game. Ted, yes, sir. we've got the Titans and the Texans. It's the battle of mobile quarterbacks. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to kick this one off? Go for it, Ten K. Okay. Uh so we got the Titans and the Texans. <clears throat> um, let me just say both quarterbacks are good. Mm-hmm.
3: Um,
1: I think what what this comes down to is defense. Um, the Houston defense has been playing a lot better than the Titans defense. On top of that. Uh DeMarco Murray um showed some promise uh oh. last week against the Seahawks. On top of that, um but you've got, the, you've got the Texans defense, their, run, their stout run defense. I think it bottles uh, Murray and Derrick Henry up. I think Deshaun Watson and company. I do believe they get Will Fuller back, correct? Austin? Uh, he – I can check for you. I was going to say, I'm, I'm pretty sure Will Fuller's coming back as well, which is their – He practice all week. So, he's, he's back. Um. Again, I I got to go Texans man. I, 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 you know Lamar Miller hasn't impressed me, but Dante A. Foreman, uh, he's looking pretty good as a rookie running back. I'm I'm, I'm liking a Texans team. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go right after this. I like Tennessee in this matchup. Okay. I think it's a close matchup. It's oh, gonna, yeah. be, it's gonna close. be close. Uh, but the one thing that really cost Tennessee last season was they had not been able to win at Houston. Mm-hmm. The last couple seasons, we've seen Tennessee get progressively better, but the one monkey they haven't been able to get off their back has <laughs> not being able to win in Houston. I think they're going to shake that off today. Yeah, uh, they're, They were my AFC South pick for a reason. Mm-hmm. That defense is much improved. Yes, they didn't play – You know, they have not yet played up to that expectation, but let's look at this. The Texans' offense is still not that great. Mm-hmm. Yes, Deshaun Watson is playing well, mm-hmm. but this is a Texans' offense that's still – Missing weapons, still really not all that explosive in comparison to some of the teams Tennessee's already played. I like Tennessee in this matchup. I don't care if it's at home or not. Awesome, Austin, awesome. you're up, buddy. This
2: is this is a tough game. It really is. Um, it is a obviously game. Houston's defense defense is better. I like the Tennessee's running game better. I think Houston's receiver. I want to plural, you know, make that single plural is better. Um, I, I for me, I'm gonna. This game it has to come down to turnovers. Um, and the fact is, Marcus Mariota does not turn the ball over. So for that, I am going to pick the Titans in this one, and a very close one.
1: Yeah, I think it is going to be very close. I agree with you, Austin, but I do like the Titans in this one. Guys, we've got another rivalry, two teams. One team that has been playing a lot better than people were going to, and another team that, eh, they've kind of fallen out of favor. We've got the 49ers and the Cardinals. Battle of the Mediocres right now. Ba- battle of two teams trying to find themselves. <laughs> awesome, Austin. Do you want to kick this one off? I know you haven't done one in a sure, while. Sure, sure. Sure. Um,
2: this this game, I actually think it's going to be a good one. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Last week against the Rams, the 49ers impressed a little bit. They did more than what people expected. But I'm still going to pick the Cardinals. It's at home. Uh, the Cardinals played better at home. They had a collapse last week on Monday night in the second half. I look for them to improve on that. Larry Fitzgerald also owns the 49ers, so... I'm going to look for him to have a big game. I'm just going to take the Cardinals,
1: Teddy. Yeah, I, I you know even though the Cardinals have lost David Johnson, I know that's a big big loss for them. Um, however, they've got decent running backs and they don't have phenomenal running backs. They've got decent running running backs. Uh, but like awesome Austin said, you got Larry Fitzgerald, you got Carson Palmer connection. Um, you need to. I'm not sure is J J Nelson playing this week, Austin?
2: J J Nelson, I'll look
1: for you. I believe – I mean, J.J.'s played pretty well here recently. J.J.'s been playing pretty well. I'm is pretty it, sure look he at... is. Yeah. I'm pretty
2: sure him and John
1: Brown are playing today. Okay. Yeah. And then you look at the this Cardinals' defense. I mean, yes, Carlos Hyde looked phenomenal in that Rams 49ers game. He looked really good. Um, but, it, you know, you can't all just rely on one guy.
3: you yeah, got you got to have a team effort. I think
1: for sure the Cardinals watched that game. Yeah. I watched it very close, and they just got done playing Ezekiel Elliott, who I would say is, is better oh, yeah. than Carlos Hyde. I think the Cardinals are going to win this game. I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be gritty. Uh, but yep. at the end of the day, they're going to make the plays. Yep. And I like the Cardinals. They're not going to turn the ball over as much as the Niners will probably today. Um, we've got another good one, the Eagles versus the Chargers. I think this is going to be a, decent, I think this will be a fun game to watch. Yeah, me too. I think it's going to be fun to watch the Eagles win. Yeah, Teddy. I <laughs> right 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 I have, I have no problem. He's swinging wild. Austin, you're up. Ted's already told us.
2: <laughs> well, th- I, this is going to be a close game, guys. Phillip Rivers is good. And let's be honest, the Eagles yes, secondary, yes. it's its its missing a lot of pieces. They got a lot of injuries. They're they are picking people off the practice squad to try to fill in. Um, Phillip Rivers is, is just too good. Uh, Melvin Gordon's going to be playing less than 100% today.
3: It's, yeah, in, like it's in
2: Los Angeles. Um, but if the Eagles really want to be considered a top-ten team, a top-five team, and can, can be considered a threat for any chance at a championship, they need to win today, get off to a 3-1 start. Um, I'm going to pick the Eagles. I think Carson Wentz has been playing lights out. Hopefully we don't have to rely on a kicker to make a 61-yard field goal again. But I'm gonna take the Eagles
3: Mm
1: -hmm. today. Guys, I got I got only one thing to say about this game. Do it, do it, do it, Vicky. It's gonna happen. Fly Eagles, fly fly, Eagles fly. Listen, guys, I told you from the beginning. I told you from the beginning that I picked the Eagles to not only win that division, but I think they've they've got real Super Bowl contention possibilities. Mm -hmm. Um you look at their team, yes, they're missing pieces (laughs) on defense. But the Chargers have I mean, yes, they have Phillip Rivers. And I actually I really like Phillip Rivers, but you Mm -hmm. know what? The Chargers defense has not played well. Have not played well, and honestly, their offense has not played well. If you look at how <clears throat> Philip Rivers is playing, he's one of the more he's been one of the more consistent quarterbacks, but he's got four interceptions to four touchdowns. Mm. I don't like that odds against. The, I don't like those odds against the Eagles defense, that even though it may be banged up, have been able to pressure the quarterback quite a bit. Philip Rivers is going to get hit a lot today. Well, you know, and another thing, like you like you said, Austin Austin brings up that the Eagles secondary isn't hasn't played well. It, it's got some pieces missing. He's correct. However, that front seven for the Eagles should have their way with uh, Philip Rivers. I think he's, they're going to harass him all day. Another thing is, um, look at how many weapons Carson Wentz has to throw to you on top of that. You've got Alshon Jefferson, you got Torrey yeah. Smith. Uh, Nelson Aguilar. You've got Zach Ertz. Uh, obviously, you've got LeGarrette Blount, who's arguably now, for sure, the true number one running back. Yep. You know, if Darren Sproles was going to take or, you know, have, take some touches away, he's not now because he's gone for the season. Nope. Um, but, again, too many weapons. For this Chargers defense to, to handle, I, I, you have to go with the Eagles here, especially at home.
2: Team. Also, a couple of things. Fletcher Cox is probably going to be out today. I don't know if that influences your picks at all. It does um, not. Jason, it doesn't. It doesn't. Jason Verrett has been put on IR for the Chargers, who is the leading oh, corner that, for them. That. And also, yeah. think about who, who Jeffrey has had to face the first three weeks. Just, just think about it for a second. The Giants last week, he had to face Genarius Jenkins. Yeah. Week before that, yes, dude. he had to face Marcus Peters. Week one, he had to face Josh Norman. This is going to be the first secondary that does not have a lockdown corner <laughs> to defend him. Yeah. He's going to
1: ball out today, well, guys. And, you, and I was going to. Well, it's either if it's not Jeff, if it's not uh, Alshon balling out because of maybe double coverage or what what have you, uh, it's going to be Aguilar or Torrey Smith balling out because there's too much coverage on Jeffrey.
2: Or Zach Ertz, right, who's the game.
1: favorite of wins? So oh, got yeah, yeah very a good point. point. Yep. Next game, Giants and Buccaneers. Ted, I'm going to kick this one off. Go for it. The Giants have played flat out like crap. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to you. They oh, have three. been. They have been absolutely terrible. Eli Manning has played atrocious. His offensive line has played atrocious, and I don't care what JPP said about that defense. They have been off. Yeah, they haven't stopped anything. Those guys couldn't stop me from running through that line the way they've been playing. I think the Buccaneers are going to win today. Mike Evans is going to have a, probably a big day against that secondary that's played so terrible, and uh, the Buccaneers' defense—they're going to play a lot better this week. I like the Buccaneers. Uh, I'm, and that's just how I feel about it, Ted. Okay. How do you feel about it? I don't. I feel about it. I, I agree with you. Um, not to mention Jameis Winston, right? He's got so many weapons. Not only Mike Evans, he's got D. Jack. Uh, he's got Cameron grape He's got O. J. Howard. Um, this is week. Four. Mm-hmm. So next week, Doug Martin comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, they're running the game is, uh, yeah, but it's it's it. but their offense should click today. But uh, it's not like the Giants got it and going in that running game. Out there, it's very true. That you know the Giants have just struggled all year so far, and I say all year because it's only been a few weeks, but um, all season. And CJ, buddy, my buddy from Texas, thanks for thanks for watching, buddy. Sorry to cut you off, Ted. It's all right. Um, like you said. This is Giants defense, there was so much talk about this leading up to this season, yep, about how yep, good it was. It's $135 million defense. Mm-hmm. They've got these weapons. They've got blah, blah. It's trying to put your money where your mouth is and At actually 100, play. $130 million defense looking like the discount rack right now. Yeah, it looks like it's on clearance. Yeah. How you feel about it, Austin?
2: Well, um, I'm going to agree with you guys. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Uh, I know the, the Giants actually looked a lot better in the second half, but... Uh, that's because they threw the ball to Beckham, actually. But um, yeah. I'm just going to take the Buccaneers. I think they're the better team, and it's at home, so I'm going to take them.
1: Another rivalry game, Raiders-Broncos, Ted. I've been, going this back is a tough one. I've been going back and forth on this a lot. However, what brings me to my conclusion um, is, is if the Redskins' defense can hold Derek Carr, what is this Broncos' defense going to do to Derek Carr? Um, i got to go Denver here. Not to mention, Trevor Simeon has played well. Uh, he's going up against a poor Raiders uh, defense. Um, also, Michael Crabtree is questionable, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and if Crabtree's he's doubtful, out, it, he's okay. doubtful. So, again, right there, they've got to rely on Amari Cooper. De- Denver's going to have, I should say, no problem, but they're going to have a lot better chance of, of um, stopping this offense without Michael Crabtree there. i got to go Denver, guys. You know what, Ted? I'm glad you brought this up. Denver has actually surpassed our expectations. Oh, our mine Trevor, completely. Yeah. I, I mean, I was very critical of Trevor Simeon, but I have to say I'm not just going to credit Trevor Simeon. That offensive line for the Broncos has played out of their mind. And that's what they've needed. And that's what they've needed. Uh, you know, they've made Trevor Simeon look like a top top 15 quarterback right now. Oh, yeah. and, and, you know, C.J. Anderson, eh, he's not doing too bad he's either. Doing good. Uh, but this is a home game. And it's hard to historically, it's really hard yeah. to win in at the Mile High City. I'm going with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. They're going to bounce back this week. They'll beat the Raiders, and then Derek Carr and company are going to have to ask themselves a whole lot of questions. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I'm
2: also going to take the Broncos. Crabtree is going to be out. <laughs> that means Cooper is going to have to try and make plays against Akeem Tlaib and Charles Harris or Chris Harris. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Good Marson Lynch has not. <laughs> Impressed me too much. Um, I, I just don't see how the Raiders are going to win this game. I'm going to take the Broncos. Yeah.
1: Is that all of them, Big D? Nope. It's not. It's not. No, we got, still we got, got more. Two games Seahawks and Colts, Ted. <laughs> um, Let's <clears throat> be professional. Um, <clears throat> it, you know, and something that's crazy here is both teams are 1 and 2. Think about that. Seahawks are one and two. Colts are one and two. Um, However, the Seahawks get the W today. I think even though the the Seahawks offense has struggled, this Colts defense has more than struggled. Um, The Legion of Boom will be able to handle Jacoby Brissett and company. Enough said. Ted's going with the Seahawks. Austin. Sea Chickens. Sea Chickens. Um don't take offense. To I know the Seahawks Doug, fans. I you the Sea Chickens out of love.
2: <laughs> I'm going to take the the Seahawks tonight. Um I I it's at Seattle Colts are still struggling right now. I, I Baldwin's questionable but he expects to play. I just think that Chris Carson is going to ball out tonight and he's going to get the Seahawks W Okay? Let me tell you something guys.
1: You know why the Colts won last week? Cuz they were playing the Browns and this week they're not playing the Browns. No. They're going into one of the most hostile environments in the NFL. Yes, They're sure. losing this week to the Seahawks. And you know what? The play is going to wreak havoc. I don't think – I don't really think this game's going to be close. I see a lot of turnovers in the Colts' future. Mm-hmm. Guys, we're coming to our last game. The Redskins and the Chiefs. Monday night. football yeah, ball. <laughs> Should be a very nice game, um, especially for the Chiefs. Uh, you know, with, <laughs> with them being you know, – they are undefeated for a reason. This defense has played out of their mind. Um, can I just say Kareem Hunt? Just one. That's all you Kareem Hunt. Say. That's all you had to say. Um, if I picked him up in fantasy, you did well. You're loving yourself, yeah. right Now, um, and then on top of that, you know, Alex Smith has played well. Um, Tyreek Hill has played well. Travis Kelce has played well. I mean, this whole Chiefs team is playing like a playoff team. Uh, they've have, have definitely exceeded my expectations. Uh, you can't say anything more than you know. Hey, let's let's see him win now. So Ted's going with the Chiefs. Austin. Austin. Austin, tell us tell us how you feel about this game. Who you got?
2: Where's this game at, Dallas?
1: This game
2: will be played Kansas City. At Arrowhead Stadium. Exactly. That is why the Chiefs are gonna win. Arrowhead is one of the toughest places to play in Dream Hunt, Alex Smith, Travis Kelsey, that team is rocking right now. That defense has found the fountain of youth somehow, and they're just going to terrorize yeah. Kirk Cousins. I know Kirk Cousins just had his baby. Congrats to you and your wife, Julie, on your yes, birth Kirk. of your son, Cooper. But I, I just don't think that he's going to get a baby gift from the Chiefs today, or it's Monday night. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> Guys, Monday night, there's only one thing I have to say. Redskins. Don't even get off
0: the plane. Don't even get off the
1: plane. You're not going to be there long. I see Kareem Hunt having another great game. The Redskins' defense played well against the Raiders, but the unfortunate thing for them is that they're not playing the Raiders this week and they're not playing at home. No. I don't like their chances in Arrowhead Stadium. I I think Kirk Cousins is going to throw some interceptions. I think that's going to be the difference maker. I'm going with the Chiefs. Awesome, awesome. Of course, we want to thank thank you for uh, coming on. But listen, man, I know I talked to you about uh, getting – uh, some Buckeye memorabilia and um, some donations from certain uh, sports stores for the silent auction. We're going to be giving a sneak peek, man. So I you got to get back on Facebook and uh, check this stuff yeah, out. Yeah, take a look at the just stuff. A gonna... items, the, the, just a couple items. the There's two of them. Well, we're going sure to show you everything. A lot of stuff. Yeah, and, and there's going to be more added to it. Yes, there is. <clears throat> there is. Some very stuff added to this. All awesome. right, guys. If I can, will. I will if, see. see. So those I will see what I can do. For those of you just joining us, if you didn't know, we're having an event at Sports yes. Bar around here, and we're going to be doing a silent auction. Yes, we're we're, we're going to be hosting an event at Van Wert Frick. <clears throat> and what it is is we have two former Buckeyes coming in um, and signing free. That's right, free oh, autographs. You get free autographs on guys. any Buckeye memorabilia that you have. You know what? I wouldn't even be surprised. Uh, the, the players are J.B. Shugars and Mike Adams. I wouldn't be surprised if Mike Adams wouldn't even sign Steeler stuff. The same thing for JD, oh, sure. for Browns, Lions, oh, sure. and Dead stuff. You know, you bring your guys this uh, memorabilia in. They'll sign it. It's free. Uh, We've got a silent auction going on. They're going to do a Q&A session. They're gonna, and also, if you're a Buckeye fan, this is even more special. You get to sit down and watch a Buckeye game where they play the Nebraska Cornhuskers That's right. with some former Buckeyes. It's pretty cool. And guys, for those of you uh, going, be sure to uh, share our posts
0: on like, Facebook, those you that are going, post,
1: page, everything, share. everything, guys, share it up because we want to see a lot of you guys there. We'd love to meet some of you guys, and you know, we're going to be signing stuff. The players are going to be signing stuff. More importantly, mm-hmm. but Ted, show, show them what they could have. Ted, show them what they could have. Show them. Well, we'll we'll say that later on for the show because awesome. I know Awesome Austin, is going to want to see it. Awesome Austin. Awesome. Yes, he's going to want to see it. Hell, all right. Um, <laughs> on top of that. October 14th, we can't forget the date, yep. October 14th. October 14th, guys, we'll be at the Van Work Breakers and, yes. you know, We're probably going to be there most of the day. Yes. Uh, now, I think we need to go to some questions where they had some fantasy. Yeah, we, some I fantasy think we guys. did. I think we had a couple of fantasy questions. Here, maybe. Okay, Real TJ quick, Gonzalez.
2: Guys. Go ahead, man. Real quick, guys. If you have direct TV like I do, Fox currently is not available for whatever reason, if you want to watch the Saints and Dolphins game on Fox right now, download the Fox Sports Go app, and then you can watch it live like I am currently. Just for all those direct you, TV Fox. folks out there. I don't know if Fox is working on the LR stations, but I know Fox and Direct are having some contract issues right now. So if you want to watch any Fox games today, download that app. Fox, what is it now? Repeat it one more time. Fox Sports Go. Okay.
1: Yep. So, guys – Keep that in mind, Fox Sports Go app. If you need to watch games on Fox today, your team playing on Fox, and you can't access it because of DirecTV, your football fix does not have to end. That's true. Now, quick, uh, CJ had had some fantasy questions. CJ. Who should I start at running back today? Terrence West with the Ravens, Robert Kelly with Washington, Shady McCoy. uh, He did not put up very many points last couple weeks. Um, What's he say here? Uh, Braden is Carlos Hyde out with um, Hit Pointer. Or Melvin Gordon Chargers. Um, I got to go How many Shady. can we pick? I, Do what now? How many can we pick? I'm not sure. He just said he just said he needed to start running back. DJ, if you can only start one running back today, uh, I know Shady's been a little inconsistent today, but they got to rely on their one offense. But line. the Bills basically don't have any offense except for Shady McCoy. Yeah, and honestly. They're playing the Falcons. The Falcons have played very inconsistent. Yes. Um, Shady McCoy is probably going to get a lot of touches. They're going to rely on him to take a lot of pressure off the quarterback. I like playing Shady McCoy this week. I mean, you're starting him. I I am starting him, actually. So, if you're in a PPR league, I would definitely say go ahead and start Shady. And he said he has Melvin Gordon as well. But, again, if he's not playing 100% and he's playing this Eagles front. Yeah, I'm going to play Melvin Gordon against the Eagles. And he's asking if Carlos Hyde is out, out with a hip pointer. I don't believe so. I think I don't, he's playing. I don't believe so. If he he's he's expected to play. He's expected. Carlos to Hyde's time. expected to play. So CJ, I would say. Well, CJ, I would say uh, you still got. Who was his other choice? Ted? Was it Rob Kelly or Terrence West? Yeah. Well, I don't like either one of those choices, but I would say Shady McCoy is fine if you can start Melvin Gordon. That won't be too bad either. See. I don't see. Um, he said, "I ha- I have. He was my first pick, but man, he had one good game for me and got shaky. Yeah, Shady McCoy is now going to be Shady again. I promise you, man. He will be Shady again. Um, let's see. Daniel says, "Should I start Cam Newton or Marcus Mariota? Um, oh, good man. God, that's um, a tough one. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a really tough Cam Newton or uh, I mean, honestly." Ted, I gotta go. Mariota. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I go gotta... with Mariota. I think Mariota's got got the weapons. Uh, he's also not playing the Patriots. Bill Belichick tends to play, you know, tends to get his defense real coached up in Foxboro. Mm. I wouldn't play Cam. I'll go with Mariota. Mariota. I think. I think for me, it's Cam. I think it's Cam playing very
0: inconsistent. Yeah, yeah
1: what the problem? I'm I, with. I would say Mariota. Mariota's probably gonna play uh, more consistently for you. Let's see. Um. <laughs> Gordon's averaged 13 plus every week, but he's hurt. Mariota, for sure. Yes, but the Eagles are only given. Okay, hang on. Sorry, just reading through, guys. I think that's it. Okay, here we go. Keep no, the uh, Mike Gillislee, Jaquies Rogers, or Chris Thompson for oh, my really? Um, well, I'd be I'd be okay with. Oh man, you know what, Ted? I'm sorry for I, that. I would go. I am sorry for that. Yeah. But you know what? I'd stay away from DeCrees Rodgers. There's too many weapons on Tampa Bay's offense. I would say Mike DeLisley cuz Mike DeLisley is going to get passed to by Tom Brady mm-hmm. probably. Tom Brady doesn't have a lot of throwing options right now. So, I'd say Mike DeLisley you're he's going to get some catches. I think the biggest problem I have with Chris Thompson is is Robert Kelly is he starting cuz he had Chris Thompson had such a great week last week. Yeah. On top of that, are they going to try to rely on Samaje Perine? There's so many questions for that run, uh, Redskins run game. I, I'm not sure. I'd, you know, I don't, don't try. I, I, I would trust go that. with Mike Lizley just because he's the he's the guy. DeQueens, I, I mean, he had one good game. He he's definitely the starter right now. But me, yeah, uh, it's just a bad that's situation. A t- that's a toss up. I I I'd go with Mike though. You, you know, got Mike? Yeah, I would go with Mike because I think Tom will at least throw to him. He's he, he they'll go to him in the red zone. What do you too. think, Austin? Austin. Between I mean, those three I
2: think I think um God, I think Thompson would probably be the safest pick just because he has mm-hmm. catching value. I mean I guess Jaquez mm-hmm. does too, but Thompson's impressed for the Redskins and I think they're gonna want to keep him rolling because their offense has looked a lot better uh-huh. since he's been balling out.
1: J.J. Nelson, Cooper Cup or Richard Matthews. Ted, let me just go ahead and answer. Sure. Cooper Cup. You got Cooper Cup? Always play Cooper Cup. <laughs> I don't know about always. <laughs> Um, I'm actually expecting Rashard Matthews to have a pretty good game today. You know what? I like that pick, too, though. I, I mean, I do like Cooper Cup. If you can play them both, play them both. Uh-huh. What about you, Austin? Austin, awesome. J.J. Nelson, the Cooper second, Cup, I mean, or Rashard second, Matthews? The secondary for the Cowboys isn't great,
2: so Cooper should get some plays. J.J. Nelson's questionable. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know about anyone else, but if if a player is questionable, I tend to stay away from them a little bit, especially, like, if you have three right. options like that. Um Rashad Matthews, he he's proven why he was one of Mar- Mariota's favorite targets last year. It, it's carried over into the yep. season. Eric Decker has not done what everybody thought mm-hmm. he could. Corey Davis is struggling to stay on the field. So yep. I, I think Matthews would probably be the safer pick just because he is a favorite of Mariota's.
1: Cooper yeah, has I a mean, higher off, ceiling, off, though. The yeah, yeah, you're right. Cooper, I, I agree with you there, too. Cooper does have the higher ceiling. I think Rashard Matthews, though, either one of those guys, I think, is not a bad start. The judge, I mean, the only reason I would steer clear of Rashard Matthews is even though he's been a favored target, uh-huh. he's still playing against the Texas defense. And then he, and then and the they guy, do have a lot of weapons he, on that offense. Then he asks, uh, Dak Prescott or Trevor Simeon? Um, God, that is rough. Um, the way that Trevor Simeon's Simeon. been playing, I would say Trevor Simeon. Uh, He's playing at home. The offensive line has been protecting him pretty well. He's been surpassing expectations, and more importantly, he's not playing the Rams defense today. Who's Dak playing? The Rams, Ted. The Rams. Exactly. So you go with Trevor Simeon. Uh, You never play a quarterback against the Rams this season. Or the Jaguars, apparently. Don't play them. We just missed a phone call. I don't know who that was, but maybe they're all there. Uh, Uh, Awesome, awesome. What time was uh, Carla supposed to call on, buddy? Oh. Austin, awesome, Austin,
2: awesome. hello? Hey, yes, I would take Trevor Simeon as well. And also, uh, an update, uh, the, the Miami Dolphins were driving, they were in the red zone, and then Jay Collar just threw an interception on a
1: 50-50
2: ball. <laughs> on a fifty-fifty ball. So, Saints have the ball now.
1: Oh, boy. Jay uh, interception.
2: Yeah, what time is uh, Taylor supposed to call in? Uh, 45. And I also messaged him to remind him a little bit ago.
1: Okay, that might have been the phone call we missed. Message him back and just say, "Hey, um, just have to tell him to call back if that was him."
3: Okay,
2: so, we'll do that.
1: Anyways, well, while awesome, awesome. While we're waiting, we'll go ahead and let you go, man. Good luck to you in fantasy football. Good luck to you in your game day predictions. Always a pleasure having you on, man.
2: Yep. Until next time.
1: Good luck. See you, man. See You buddy. Bye. See you, Dallas. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Well, he wanted to make sure he said bye to you. I like it. Oh, he loves me. (laughs) He can't get enough of my love. So, while we're waiting on that phone call, guys, we're going to go to our NFL buzz. Big D, NFL buzz. I'm ready. You ready, man? I'm ready. In case you didn't hear. I'm just social meeting us right now. Gotcha. In case you didn't hear, Odell Beckham Jr. caught a touchdown pass last week. Do you remember this? Uh, Yeah. And then he celebrated the touchdown catch by peeing like a dog in the end zone. And he has now been fined twelve thousand one hundred and fifty-four dollars. You know what, Ted? I'd fine him a lot more than that. And he said, "You ain't seen nothing yet," pretty much. So we'll have to wait and see what he does. You know today. what? I don't think I like that. I don't think I like that at all, Ted. You don't like it? I don't like it. I think we need more fines. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so next up, Sam Bradford is expected to miss this Sunday's game against the Lions. Bradford missed last week as well, and Case Keenum had to step in and be the starting quarterback. And he, of course, well, I mean, he had a nice showing, didn't he? Yes. It uh, did. Twenty-five of thirty-three for three hundred sixty-nine passing yards, three touchdowns, and no INTs. It's pretty good. Well, you know, the important thing about that, Ted, is that he wasn't playing against the defense; he was just playing by himself. Yeah. That's <laughs> how you win games. Listen, guys, when you have the Saints defense, you're yeah. playing by yourself. Yeah, pretty much. Okay? okay. There's no one else. You know, this is him. the this is a moment that I wanted to talk about, though, Dan, Ted. The Danny. Tra- oh. What, so the, yeah. the next next up is uh Danny Trevathan. Uh, will be suspended two games for a helmet-to-helmet hit on Packers wide receiver Devonte Adams. And what did you have to say about? that? Well, you know, I'm one of the first people to come out in in defense of these defensive players whose job is to hit people, right, and to hurt people, right. Uh, above, I mean, first and foremost, it's their job. But I saw the footage. I saw it live, and then I saw replays of it. And honestly, with, with all the lawsuits of C T, with with all the lawsuits about C T E scandals and right. all the all the uh, you know problems that we've seen players have with head injuries and, and concussion protocols now. Right. Uh, Danny Trevathan should have known better. That player was dead when he lost that hit. Uh, I felt like that was not only unnecessary and uncalled for, but that was incredibly dangerous. I don't think a two-game suspension was enough. Yeah, I, I saw the I saw the footage as well, and I, I've got I, I have some Bears fans um, that are friends, and they are all up in arms over this hit. And I, you know, in all honesty, this is a pretty clear cut. Uh, easy to spend, yeah. You know. well, and I mean, this game, this game, we knew. I mean, historically, it's chippy, but that's Absolutely. no excuse to purposefully go out and try to end someone's career. That's that. That could have been potentially, you know, a, a broken neck, yeah, shattered vertebrae. Yeah. Uh, you know, not to mention concussion. A lot could have happened. A, a lot could have happened. He could have actually—he actually could have died. Too, mm-hmm. Depending on how he got hit, could have had brain injury. Could have had anything. And so let's make uh, sure that the, the people know that since you are a Packers fan, this is a non-biased. And you know, well, this is well, I, and this is a non-biased assessment. But I'm—I'm I'm a big fan of defense. Yes, yeah,
0: I love. Yes, defense. you are.
1: And I have to say, you know, when it comes to hits on players, there there's a lot of overprotection. And mm-hmm. in, in many cases, there's a lot of overprotection. You can't hit these players. And so, you know, you, you know they, they've got the horse collar, collar call, which I think is, is pathetic, to right. be honest. That's, that's one of the calls that I've always had a problem with. Um, but, you know, now they don't want you chipping people up the line anymore and all these things. Um, but this is a clear cut to me. This is, a yeah. you know, a dead play. You don't hit people when the, when the play is stopped. You just don't do it. Uh, Daniel has now commented, guys, that will be the end of our NFL Buzz Day. Not a whole yeah, lot to go over, yeah, but I want we'll make sure we talked about it a little bit. Uh, Daniel has asked, what about this one, Muhammad Sanu or Jameis Crowder? Ooh. Jameis well, Crowder. Uh, I'd have to say that Sanu has proven to be a red zone favorite uh-huh. uh, of uh, Matt Ryan's. And, I mean, there's a lot of weapons on the Falcons offense. Not so much right now in the Redskins. The Redskins play a little inconsistent, but – I think you'd go with Muhammad Sanu, probably the safer pick. He's not playing as good of a defense mm-hmm. as, as the Redskins are playing. Yeah. Uh So I like I like Muhammad Sanu. I, th- I think what it comes down to between those two picks for me is who the Redskins are playing against. This Kansas City Chiefs defense has been on fire. Um, you want to go with a safer pick, it is probably Muhammad Sanu. I know the uh, Falcons are playing a tough defense as well. They are. However, the Chiefs, the, the, Chiefs, the, the Chiefs will, I think, wreck havoc on Kirk Cousins and the company. I really do. Yeah. Um, Next one, I want to see if Teddy Bridgewater ever gets his thrown back. I would love it. I'm a huge Teddy Bridgewater fan. Um, If he does come back, I want to see touchdown Teddy, throw some more touchdowns. You know, it would be great to see if it happens, but – the thing about that is that Teddy's just gotta stay healthy. Yeah. And first and foremost he needs to focus on his health. Yeah. Uh same thing with uh, you know, right now Sam Bradford, it's a tough break for him. <laughs> he to uh, get knocked out of that game. And he was actually playing and you know the thing about that is that Bradford was actually playing very well before he got injured. So mm-hmm. it's always a shame to see these players go down, but that just shows you guys that it can anything can happen. Well, and another thing is that Sam Bradford has been in a unhealthy situation. He before. has. Well he <laughs> has. He has. But you know what? Uh to his credit, I mean you know, he played a lot better than people thought he was going to. Absolutely. And, you know, obviously the way that, uh, the way that their quarterback situation is uh, when Teddy Bridgewater does come back, when and if he does come back, they're going to have quite the conversation on their hands as to who they're going to have starting at quarterback. Yeah. You know, they're, it's good to have, in other words, the Vikings have a great problem to have. They've got quarterbacks playing at a high level. The yeah. other problem is that they just got to keep them healthy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Big D, I think this is a great time to go to commercial break. Um, So let's, before we go to commercial break, we got to also take time to let you guys know. Yes. Um, Proud new sponsor of Totally Driven Entertainment. Um, He's funny. He's wacky. He's crazy. And he's also totally driven. Check out Chris Fraley presents.com guys. We're going to take a commercial break. We'll be right back here in a few minutes. Thanks.
0: I'm black man. time. One state
1: at a time.
0: To the the corner of Martin Luther King Street and Malcolm X Boulevard. Pronto. Will black man make it to the crime on time? Or will he be on CPT? Stay tuned at ChrisFarleyPresents.com. Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our stores voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215 288 7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Bye-bye. Stores page on Facebook. And we're so, back. We are back. Um,
1: I've been Josh Miller. Me. Thank you for joining. Nick, to answer your question, we got a, a couple fantasy questions, guys, that came just came on. Um, for flex player, Muhammad Sanu, Amari Cooper, Kelvin Benjamin, Alan Hearns, or Below Powell. Um, and, and it is a PPR. So, Amari Cooper is enticing. Yes, we think he's going to get double-covered with Michael Crabtree being out. Um, another Alan Hearns is another good choice. And, again, Belil Powell, that's a very nice choice because, guess what, I don't think Matt Forte is playing. You know more. what, I'm still not 100% in love with Belil Powell. I think if you want to play it safe, if you're going with your flex, I like Alan Hearns. I, out of all these choices, I do um, like Alan Hearns. I don't. I think I, he's got of, Muhammad, Well, I mean, he does have Muhammad Sanu, right? He, for me, Alan Hearns is not a good choice because Marquise Lee is the reception receiver. Um, yeah, and then with maybe. The, 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 the little pal, um, the Jets rely on him heavily without Matt Forte. They've proven that last year. Uh, uh, and then, then Amar Cooper is the number one guy there. I, I say you got to go with either Amari Cooper or Bill You know, I kind of disagree though, because Bill Powell has performed incredibly. That's poor, what, right, but that's, that's, that's what Forte. Even when even, even when Forte was off the field, when Bill Powells had opportunities to play, mm-hmm. he 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 had more carries than mm-hmm. Forte did, and he still has not performed. I'm mm-hmm. not impressed. I think Amari Cooper might be a good pick. Uh-huh. Just because he's the number one guy. But as far as that goes, I, I still like Alan Hearns because he's still been getting four to six catches a game. So yep. he's still pretty nice. And, you know, Blake Bortles is going to rely on, I on say, him or Marquis Lee. So. Nick, Nick, I say Powell uh, mainly because uh, you start breaking it down. Mark Cooper's playing Denver.
0: Um,
1: there is that. Powell is definitely going to be relied on today. Uh, I lo- also love the running back position for PPR. I, I definitely love it. Um Dallas says anybody but Powell. <laughs> well, so. not anybody but Powell. I, I, I do think Alan Hearns is a good choice. Um, but I mean if you don't if you don't trust Allen, I think Mark Cooper. Yes, Daniel, I agree with you. If 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 Aaron Donald was already a superstar, with Wade Phillips as his defensive coordinator, he's definitely gonna be a stud, right? Yeah, I mean, he's played really well. Um That's going to come up big when we start doing uh, our contract negotiations, because if you remember correctly, prior to the season, there were questions about contract negotiations between McDonald and the team – or Donald and the team, I should say. Not Donald, but Donald. McDonald. McDonald. You hungry? No, uh, maybe. Uh, Donald. Donald and the Rams were actually in aggressive negotiations in, in, prior to the season, so right. much so that he actually wasn't at part of training camp. So right. uh, I think Donald's playing the way he is, not just because of the way Wade Phillips is coaching, but he's trying to get that big boy bunny. He's trying, he's he's a big trying boy. to boy. some of this. He's trying to get the big boy bunny. And you got to pay the big boys the big bucks. you got to. Uh, and if Aaron Donald keeps playing the way he's playing, he's going to see a lot of those big bucks. He's going to be eating. Absolutely. He's going to be eating a lot better than McDonald's, I can tell you that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yes, he will. Let's see if we missed any uh, other questions. We've actually had a lot of comments, he's a not, lot of people he's interacting. He's not going to have to worry about the dollar menu. Remember, guys, to please like and share the video, like, comment. You guys are doing a great so, job. We're still waiting to hear from Carlos Taylor. Yeah, I I miss you. I just I just text awesome Um, awesome so we'll see what happens with that. Um, Good. Also, Ted, you know we didn't talk about defenses to play today. We haven't. We didn't. There's a lot. You know what? We haven't talked a lot about much about much about fantasy except for questions. Maybe we should start doing that. Maybe lead in some more questions. Well, um, I guess we can go take a look. Let's go to again, guys. uh, We all of our information that we get, all the. the news updates, all the uh, fantasy we do, the fantasy football uh, league that we're in, is all on NFL.com. So we want to thank NFL.com. I forgot to say that. Earlier, of course. So thank NFL.com. So let's go ahead and get on here and let's but check our fantasy. Keep in mind stuff. guys, our analysis is our analysis. Yes. That is our um, opinion. That, those are our opinions. Um, you're welcome to take the opinions of the so-called experts. Um, but uh, <laughs> you know, time and time again, I've, I think, I've personally proven on many occasions that a lot of the time these so-called experts don't have any idea what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. There it is. Even though Colin Cowherd is too scared to answer me on Twitter and come on the show because he's too busy talking about LeVar Ball, I guess. Yes. I guess. Uh, to come on the show and talk about football. Um. That's okay. It is. We'll talk about football. Let's see. Let's go ahead and click on the defenses here. So. Uh, yeah.
0: Matchups this week, though, for sure. You know, in all honesty,
1: still looking. Hang on, guys. Um, if I had to pick one off the waiver wires right now that I'm looking at, see, I've got the Redskins, the Eagles, the Bills, the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Bears, which is what I've already played. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, the Jets, the Browns, New York Giants, um, New Orleans Saints, and San Fran. So. Out of all those defenses that I just listed there, I'm going with any of them. I'm probably going with the Eagles, uh, only because Nova Gordon's is a 100%. Phillip Rivers uh, is – Philip Rivers, he's phenomenal, but he hasn't been playing that great. This Eagles defense is pretty good. So I like the chances there. Um, I'm going to definitely not play the Bills, the Cowboys, the Browns. Yeah. You know who I might play, Ted, too, if they're available? too. Seahawks defense, playing the Colts today. Uh, they are probably were drafted, though. Well, they're available. We can still I, need to you I, I highly doubt they're on the free me. agency. Don't keep questioning me. You don't know. We Listen, listen. I think we both know that there's been some questionable fantasy drafts in the past, Ted. There have been. You know, let's out. go ahead and check our league. I've been in several leagues, guys, so let's go ahead and check our league, Big D. Yeah, not all of us are doing well in that league this year. <laughs> Some of us are struggling in this league. Oh, man. <laughs> the Eagles defense is available in this one. Uh, I'm not picking up Carolina. Uh, actually, the Bengals defense is available in that league, dude. Oh, it is? It is, and they're playing Cleveland. That, that one's a little enticing.
3: It's kind of enticing. A
1: little, little interesting. A little, little appetizing. You know, I mean, you you know, Arizona's defense might, might still warrant a pickup. I, listen, I'm not convinced that the 49ers will put up 39 points again this week. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, and, you know. And it's at home. Yeah. And, I mean, the Cardinals, yeah, their offense hasn't played great. Yeah. But their defense has been known to force turnovers. And they didn't play too terrible against uh, the Cowboys until the second half. I mean, they were playing pretty well. So, I think. But San Francisco's got less weapons than this, the Cardinals. The this, Cardinals or than the Cowboys do. My big my big 16-person league, there's like no defenses available. Yeah, uh it's looking pretty the cover's bare here. Coverage so. looking pretty bare there, <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. Uh you know, if the Saints have already played, so you can't pick them up. i was going to say, I mean, if you, you can't pick really, up the Dolphins either cuz they're playing. Yeah, I mean, if you the really Saints. in this league, if you had to pick a de- a, te- a defense to play, I'm honestly going I'm honestly going to pick the Indianapolis Colts. If you absolutely needed some help, and you're desperate. The Colts, uh, mm-hmm. only because the Seahawks offense hasn't played that great. They, yeah. they've showed some. Pr- the Colts have showed some promise. So, uh, But, the, guys, just, just to let you know what list of defenses I'm looking at here, it's the Bears, the Chargers. Uh, the Bears have already played. The Saints have already played. The Dolphins have already played. There's three of them out. So, we've got the Chargers, the Jets, the Colts, the Browns, and the 49ers in this league. That's all you have to pick up. i got to go with Colts here. Yeah, if that's all your choices, I'm going with the Colts. The rest of those are not –
0: not, not great. Very enticing no, 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 they're not
1: great. Um, oh, we got more. I don't think Seattle's D is what it was, what it used to be, not even close. Uh, the Legion of Boom is still pretty decent, and they're playing against the Colts, so. They're playing. They're playing good. I mean, they're the, playing all right. Yeah, they're playing all right, but they're playing the Colts today. They're, somebody yeah, somebody else has got a little prediction for you, Ted. Let's see. Top three defensive performances this week will be the Kansas Aww. City Chiefs, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, I could probably agree with that. Uh, I can I can see that. Awesome, awesome. I've messaged him a few times. No word. I you know what? I don't know, but we we can talk fantasy, Ted. We can't talk we can. fantasy. I'm uh, fine with it. You know, I, I love it. Honestly, actually, you know what? I had a guy, and I'm going to mention his name. He messaged me over over the week, and I just got to find his name. Honestly, honestly, Ted, you know, if if they're available, I also wouldn't shirk away from the Buccaneers defense. Because they're playing Uh a struggling Giants team. If you're really in a pinch and the Buccaneers defense is available, keep an eye on them. Because they are playing the Giants. The Giants have played terrible on offense. Right here. Um, You know, the protection for Eli Manning has been atrocious. I I think the Buccaneers could be a a, a sneaky defensive pick this week. If you need points and you don't like your matchup this week. You Mm -hmm. know, if you're – If you got the Browns defense or something. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you would, but, you know, some people pick them. Um, I just want to do a shout-out to Mr. Tanner Watson. Uh, He messaged me earlier this week, like Monday or Tuesday, about fantasy football advice, and he apologizes several times about asking me this stuff. And it's like, no, man, if I didn't like doing this, I wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. I wouldn't have our own – we wouldn't have our own show. Tanner. Feel free to call in. And you know what, guys? Just a reminder. You can ask us your questions here, or you can call in at 718-508-9883. Talk call to us. To talk to us. We, 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 are, we are down for the conversation. You are welcome to call in. Anytime we are live, we will answer your questions. If you don't feel like uh, we're seeing your comments fast enough, you need a quicker answer, call in. It's yeah. the best way Absolutely. Uh, to get a hold of us. Uh, Ted? Yes, sir. Who are you staying away from this week in fantasy? Who are you staying away from? Let's start with quarterbacks, Ted. Who are you staying away from? Um, I know you like to do it by position, Ted. I'm probably staying away from Derek Carr, in all honesty. Uh, The Broncos' defense is just scary. Like I said earlier, if the Redskins can do that to Derek Carr, what can the Broncos do to Derek Carr? So I'm staying away from Derek. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from Dak Prescott this week. Um, you know, I know a lot of people have been praising Dak Prescott over oh. you know, since last year. Dak Prescott this, Dak Prescott that, um, but he's playing against an incredibly tough defense today. And yeah. I don't care how much of a fan you are, you got to go into the to this with real with with a realistic view. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rams defense is. Playing out of their minds right now. Yes, they and are. I do not like that matchup. For the Cowboys on offense at all. I'm staying away from Dak Prescott today. If you have Dak Prescott and you have another quarterback on your bench, you better start thinking
0: about playing somebody else.
1: And today. again, guys, something else to consider. We always, I always talk about this every week, but it, it, it's important for, for new for new listeners and new watchers. Be smart with your matchups. It's got to be matchups. You can't sit there and expect Derek Carr to have a 30-point game against the Denver Broncos defense when they're playing like, as well as they are. So, you know, oh, yeah, so we got your lineup, right? Yeah. So we're going to help Big D with his lineup. We do it every week. So, Big D, it looks like you have Jameis Winston, Lashawn McCoy, Belil Powell. You are starting Powell this week at running back. I am. I am going to start. You're trusting my decision. I'm going to start Powell because he's the only thing the Jets have. (laughs) Who would the top guys, top three sell high trades in PPR this week, Ted? Um, I think for me right now a a top sell, and I may be jumping the gun a little bit, but I have Demarco Murray in my league, and I just (laughs) uh, the first few weeks have just or first couple weeks have not been not been great. No, they have not. uh, They've not given me any fruit. The tree has not given me any fruit. Yeah, the tree. The harvest has been slim. But last week he got what was like almost twenty points. Um, In my opinion, he's having some trouble. There's inconsistency there. Uh, Derek Henry is also on his heels too. He's wanting that starting job. I- I'm selling pretty high on DeMarco Murray right now. Yeah. I-, I I don't even need to give you a top three. That one right there is my top one right there. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of uh, Murray, even though I have him in my league. I have him starting today. Ugh, not fun. Anyways. So, you have, Jameis Winston starting over Philip Rivers, and that, that you don't have three quarterbacks. Okay. I do not. Uh, you have Lashawn McCoy and Belial Powell starting over LeGarrette Blount, which, I mean, yeah, I I, I can go with that. Um, then you have Mike Evans and Terry Kill over – whoop, hello. Um, I can't start Grabtree this weekend. I'm very sad yeah, place, but I'm But I'm actually not too sad about it because Grabtree
0: didn't do anything last
1: week. In all honesty, um, oh, man, because – and you know what? Your team is stacked, too, because you've got Mike Evans, Terry Kill, and then Marquise Lee. Sitting at your flex, but if I'm picking a flex, I think I might have to agree with Awesome Austin. I think Chris Carson is very enticing, especially against this uh, Indianapolis Colts defense. i you know, I was thinking about it. I was yeah. thinking about it, but I kind of thought, you know, Marquise Lee, he might get some touchdowns. Speak up a little bit. I, I was thinking to myself, Marquise Lee, though, he yeah. might get some touchdowns. Like Bortles likes Marquise. Lee. He do. He does. And you know, it's it, either way. I agree with you. I think either Chris Carson or Marquise Lee at the flex is a good choice, in all honesty. Uh, yeah. And, guys, for those of you not not in the know, uh, Chris Carson, he's really kind of emerged a little bit as, a, a little bit as, as sort of maybe becoming the guy
0: and in then that if, running
1: game. So then, like I said, we have Marquise Lee at the flex. You have Gonneau, uh for kicker. I think that's a smart one. I really do. I think that's a that's a sneaky kicker pick. Uh, and then for defense, you have the Arizona Cardinals defense playing against the San 49 Forty uh, Niners. Um, obviously, you're going to do that over the Rams against Dallas. I mean, yes, we predict that. Yes, Dallas I think a, the Rams. Yeah. And for those of you guys, listen, I do think the Rams will beat the Cowboys, but it is still the Cowboys. They still know how to score points. They do. And then San Fran's having. And when you have it, and guys, when you talk about defensive matchups, you want your opponent to score as little, um, the, a little as little as possible. When yeah. it comes to defense. You've got to think about where, you know, how the offenses are playing and how the defenses are playing in general. You know, the Cowboys, they've come alive on offense. They've started to find a little bit of a groove. Yes, they have. Um, but their defense is the real concern. So, you know, that being said, I don't think it's enough to beat the Rams, but can the Cowboys put up 20 points? Yeah, probably.
0: Yeah, it's uh, very probably. Possible.
1: Could they put up 30? Maybe. Possibly. So I mean, they did it against the tough secondary in Arizona. So they they could do it. Yes, they could. It's possible. So who do you, who do you have? Uh, you we did quarterbacks and then the, well uh that you're that I'm avoiding this week. Yeah, uh, let's go running backs you're avoiding this week, Ted. Running backs you'd avoid this week. Well, I'll I mean, tell you who you're not avoiding. Kareem awesome. Hunt, Ted. You're yeah. not going to avoid him at all. You're going to play him, and if you can play him twice, you're going to do it. I mean, you can't play him twice, but if he could, you would. Yeah, and um, guys, for those of you who don't know, also, just to po- toss this yeah, out I, there, I, every I, week on our page, Awesome Austin comes up with an article on play em or bench him. Yes. And he takes an in-depth look at matchups and how players are playing. Uh, and, Ted, I think you brought, brought it up a little bit. But I, I think you may have brought one of those articles up, Ted. I did, and um, I'm glad I couldn't um, think off the top of my head. I need some matchups here. Um, but, yes, I do think – I said Derek Carr against the Denver Broncos. Guess what, guys? I'm going to say Marshawn Lynch against the yes. Denver Broncos. I'm really staying away from Raiders players this week. Um, with Michael Crabtree being out, that, that, it hurts the offense. Michael Crabtree is a focal point in this offense, uh, as well as the Mark Cooper, as well as Derek Carr. Uh, and when one of those guys go out, that defense doesn't have to worry about him. Right? So, Marshawn Lynch, he's got to go up against a very stout front. Very stout front. I, mean, I just don't like think had eight yards against that defense. Yeah, and and, so... and Shady McCoy didn't have a great great game, game against yeah Yeah, so, uh you know, another running back to stay away from, and you'll see it in the article, but this one I was going to mention anyway, is uh, Frank Gore. Yeah. Uh, he is, yeah, you know, Frank Gore's getting a little bit on up there in years, but he's playing against the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, he is. And just don't, okay? <laughs> just don't. Get cute and play him this week. Sit him on the bench. If you, play, if you have Frank Gore, don't play him this week. Stay away from that because that matchup is not a good one. Um, the Seahawks don't have a lot to worry about as far as the passing game. The Legion of Boom is still pretty good. There's not a lot of offensive threats for the Colts. As far as, you know, deep vertical threats, they don't have a lot. They've got T.Y. Hilton and Jack Doyle, and that's basically it. Right. Uh, so once they lock down on those two guys, they're going to rely on Gore. But I don't think it's going to be enough. I mean, they can key in on the run. They'll be able to stack the box all day against that offense. I don't – you know, if that's a matchup I don't like. I'd stay away from Frank Gore. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I pretty well agree with you, uh, to be all, to be honest with you. Um, there's there, And, again, guys, there's certain matchups you're going to want to have and there's certain ones you're not going to want to have. And you're going to want to adjust your um, – Line up accordingly. In all honesty, that's just how this works. Let's move to receivers, Ted. Uh, receivers are staying away from this week. Man, I hate to be redundant here, but Amari Cooper, Raiders wide receiver. Um, again, guys, if they're if I think they're going to hold Derek Carr and Marshawn Lynch, they're probably going to hold Amari Cooper accountable. Uh you know, another guy. I think I'd stay away from this week. Is uh, let me go back to it because I had it pulled up here, but
0: it dropped the ball. I dropped the ball on that one. I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead, and speak up.
1: Uh, any receiver that's playing for the Washington Redskins today, yeah, I'd stay away from them. They're playing against the Kansas City Chiefs. I know a lot of people are liking Terrell Pryor, not really. Uh, so he hasn't performed so at you all know, as a pick. Uh, in fantasy this year, I know a lot of people picked him up. I know people have, uh, you know, been big on 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 him picking him up anyway don't do it stay away from him that's a receiver I'd stay away from this week um you know honestly yeah as far as receivers go you know it's it's really not not too terribly bad uh you got a lot of options this week to play really yeah I I um I'm going to have to say, um, I mean, Kenny Britt would be one to stay away from. They're playing the Bengals. He's pretty much all the Browns have really had, and he hasn't really performed. Right. Um, I'm actually staying away from Marvin Jones against yeah. the, the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Not to mention the weapons that uh, Stafford has. I mean, he could – whoever he's going to throw to, it may not be Marvin Jones on, on top of the Vikings defense. I mean, look I'm at Kenny. Oh, well, I mean, he may throw to Kenny Galladay. He yeah. throw to any of those guys. So, yeah, um, I'm just not liking the, the uh,
0: yeah, Marvin Yeah, that's
1: a great Jones. pick. Uh, also uh, – yeah, curse, Jermaine. Jermaine curse for the for the Jets. Yeah, they're playing Jacksonville today, guys. Uh, don't do it. <laughs> Just, don't do <laughs> Just don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Uh, running, uh, we already did running backs, we already did receivers, tight end, tight, tight ends. Tight ends to stay away from today. Man, um, I'm not a huge. I'm, I, you know, I hate to say this, but um, this week I'm not. I've got Delaney Walker starting. But I'm not I'm not thrilled about it. In all honesty, I'm not thrilled about having Delaney Walker start. Um, to me, another team to watch out for, or another tight end to, to, to stay away from, is uh, Mercedes Lewis. Guys, he went off last week. Yeah, and you know, don't buy into the hype. I know a lot of people said, "Oh, Mercedes Lewis, I'm gonna I'm gonna go draft him. Now. I'm gonna go pick him up, free agent." Mercedes Lewis had a great game, but he's very inconsistent. and Has proven to be inconsistent as far he's as touchdown reliant is his problem. Yeah, if he, if he doesn't catch it on the red zone, he, you're not getting yeah. anything. Uh, we got some more questions here. Uh, what's up with Le'Veon Bell? Not putting out like he used to. Um, haven't watched the Steelers play this year yet. Hoping you could tell me. I have him on my fantasy team this year. Yes, keep riding the Le'Veon Bell train. He yes, has, he hasn't played very uh, performed like you think thought he would, but Part of that had to do with him um, not being at practice all year, yeah. not doing the workouts, not doing, being at OTAs, training. The uh, bell, the belldozer will return. He will. It's just it going to take a couple it's weeks. It's going to take some time. And, and last week he looked it, his. It looked uh, promising. He had a little more uh, production last week. So just keep holding on to him. Should we give up on Chris Thompson this early? Do you think he's worth the long haul? I I, I think if you pick him up in free agency, hold on to him for a little bit. Unless you're desperate at running back, you know, something's going on. Hold on to Chris Thompson. See what see what transpires out of it. I think you can hold on to Chris, but don't rely on him. Yeah. Do not rely on him. I don't think you have to give up on him completely. He may be he may prove to be valuable to you uh in the flex at some point.
3: Mm-hmm. But
1: don't make him your number one or number two guy if you're playing two running backs. I know some leagues do play two. Yeah. Um, but I don't like him as a number one or number two guy right now. So I I would say stay away from that. We just did tight ends. What is next? Are we doing kicker? Or are we doing defense? So um, let's do kicker. Uh, kicker, 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 kicker is stay, to stay away from, from. <laughs> kicker, is stay away from Dad. <laughs> stay away from all them kickers. Oh man, stay away from all those kickers, Dad. So I I I I'm gonna go with. Um, I don't. Want, I don't want to say the, or the Raiders. I've already down the Raiders enough this week. Um, I'm actually going to go with the the Dustin Hopkins, the Redskins kicker. Oh, yeah. um, I think they'll have opportunities to get field goals, but I think this defense is going to have just wreck havoc all over the the Redskins. So. Um, that that's awesome. No, no, that's, that's been a while. Uh, I'd have to look at it real quick. I, I gotta, I gotta double check that. Let me I, go. Ahead. I, I do not remember who it is. Let's see where he's at. Okay, Cleveland Browns kicker is Zachary G- 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 Gonzalez. Gonzalez, yeah. Yeah, stay away from the Browns uh, kicker today. Uh, the... I actually like Randy Bullitt, though the the Bengals kicker. Yeah, um, be... Randy Bullitt might be good, but I'd stay away from Gonzalez for two reasons. Number uh-huh. one, historically, Cleveland kickers are pretty inconsistent. Phil Dawson yeah. was always good. Hey. <laughs> Don't even go there.
0: I have All to right, go there. that was
1: that was way that was that was ages ago. Uh, the the Browns are still struggling offensively. Uh, they're still struggling to get in the red zone, uh-huh. and they, they get they get like to get bit by that turnover bug. Yeah. Uh, so stay away from him because you may not be able to get in. The, you may not be able to get those points because the Browns might not score a whole lot of points. You may not get in range of kicking field goals. They might turn the ball over a lot today. It's true. It's very so true. Stay away from him. Alright, Ted, defenses. Defenses to stay away from. Uh play, Buffalo Bills. Play all the defenses. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. So, Buffalo Bills defense is definitely one I'm going to stay away from. Uh this Atlanta team. I'm just I just don't like it. I, I it's at Atlanta. Just stay away from it, guys. Uh if it wasn't already obvious, stay away from the Giants defense. Uh it, you know, if you were planning on playing them, that is. Uh but also uh Ted, I'm gonna I'm gonna also go with one other defense that I think people should definitely stay away from. And I think that defense is the Ravens. Um, I think the Ravens have got their hands full this week. They could not – they didn't stop anything last week against the Jaguars. Yeah. Nothing. I mean, for crying out loud, Mercedes Lewis had three touchdowns. What? What is that? Yeah. Uh, the, the the Steelers are stacked on offense. They've got a lot of weapons. They're going to be a matchup nightmare Yeah. Uh, for the Ravens. I think the game will be close, but I still think that the Ravens – that the Steelers receivers, the Steelers are going to get – They're going to get fed today. Their receivers are going to get some catches today. Uh, There's going to be some points scored today, I think. I'd stay away from the Ravens' defense today. Okay. Um, You know, and we've waited on Carlos Taylor uh, for a while now. Um, we got another question, then. Go ahead. Shady reports on the return of Doug Martin. What do we think? What? I'm sorry, Rusty, that that happened to you last week. That you got minus seven last week. Yes, the I'm very. He talked to, talk to me about that. You know, Rusty, it's okay. I got burned by the Rams defense a couple weeks. Yes, he did. Yes, you did. Because some reason Brian Hoyer decided to throw the ball well for once. Yes, I've heard they've got some shady reports on the return of Doug Martin. What do you think? Right now, the 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 um,
0: sorry, the
1: Buccaneers backfield. Um, yeah. when, even when Doug Martin comes back, there, there's going to be some toss-ups. It's going to be questions uh, all over the place. DeCleese Rogers has been uh, sufficient. I think the good. He's been all right. Um, but so we'll have to wait and see what happens. If you've got Doug Martin, if you drafted him, hold on to him on your bench. See what transpires out of it. Uh, I'm, you know, I think I think uh, Doug Martin's coming back. But you know, i again, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. I think uh, you just kind of, I'd hold off. When he comes back, don't just play him right away because he's Doug Martin. Uh, there's definitely, you know, concerns about rust, about not being being in the games, and questions about whether or not he'll be he'll be slotted right in the starting spot. They may decide they want to ride Rodgers. Yes, they did. Um, so you don't you never know what what's going on over there. to Dawson off and get word back on Carla? Yeah, Rusty. You know, sometimes you live and die by the sword, buddy. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes the best laid plans uh, lead you on a path path that you don't want to be on. You try to be as safe as possible, but this is the NFL. This is fantasy football. You know, you know, I I feel like you know matchup wise. You had the smart matchup, but nobody, you know, even we didn't see that coming. Yeah. I, I don't think anybody predicted the Jacksonville Jaguars were going to run roughshod over the Ravens like that last week. No, uh, particularly the way that the Ravens had played uh, up to that point. Nobody uh, could have foreseen that. I think the Ravens will play better than they did last week, but only because they don't have a choice but to play better because, yeah. I mean, they really can't play much worse than that. Yeah. I mean, they played awful. Uh, you know, just in general, their their performance in that game—it was like they didn't even show up.
3: Yeah, uh,
2: then I
1: I'm agreeing with you here. I, I I like it. I mean, I feel like I feel like today they're going to come out and try to pin their ears back and make a statement, but I yeah. think they're going up against a better offense than the Jacksonville Jaguars have, and I think that'll be the difference. That's the reason I'm staying away from the Ravens defense today. Uh, don't don't count the Ravens defense out. There's right. still going to be a uh, defense worth hanging on to in the coming weeks, but this week they've got a nasty matchup with the Steelers in an unpredictable game. uh the Steelers Ravens rivalry is incredibly unpredictable it all uh, it, it tends to go uh down to the wire, but you know we've, we've been, it's been known to be a shootout every once in a while pull up our game decisions again game pull, decisions you yeah got it. pull up our game decisions because Heathrow brings up a good a good question, and I like it. He's always got good questions. I, I love I having him on a What do you guys think is the upset upset game of the week? So I want to make sure I want to go through all of these, and we're going to figure it out. So we've got Dolphins versus the Saints, which is on right now. It doesn't count. We can't give that one. Yep, Browns, Bengals, Bills, Falcons, Jags, Jets, Lions, Vikings, Panthers, Patriots, Rams, Cowboys, Ravens, Steelers, Titans, Texans, Niners, Cardinals, Eagles, Chargers, Giants, Bucks, Raiders, Broncos, Seahawks, Colts, Redskins, and Chiefs. Okay, so for mine, I think right now the favorite for the Steelers Baltimore game is Baltimore. It's at Baltimore. They're going to be hungry after last week, losing like they did last week. So I think if the Steelers go into Baltimore and win, it's a little bit of an upset. That's not my upset pick. I just want to throw that out there. Now, I think the (sighs) – you know, we didn't really pick any teams to upset. Yeah, we we pretty much got it all the way through. But if I had to pick yeah. one too upset, I mean, yeah, if I had to pick one to upset, let's see. If I had to pick one, you guys did actually pick one to upset. Uh, the Titans versus the Texans. It's oh, that, really? it's a, it's yeah. That and this Houston team has played pretty good. This Texas defense has played good. So, you guys have already got an upset game. Yeah, we do. Uh, I guess I, think I, I, I honestly don't think the Titans game is an upset, to be honest. So, I'm not going to pick the Colts versus the Seahawks. That's just crazy. You know what? I think if there were a game that would be considered an upset right now, for me, it's the Raiders and the Broncos. I think the Raiders beating the Broncos in mile high would be a huge upset. Um, 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 the way the, that the Raiders are playing, they're out, Michael Crabtree, their offense. Yeah. I mean, they got pushed around by the Redskins. Um, if they can somehow go in there and outplay that defense and, and get some stops against Trevor Simeon, who's been playing pretty hot, I think that's an upset. I mean, I know it's a rivalry game, but if you look at the way the Raiders have been playing. I got I got a good upset game for you that's not a rivalry game. Panthers at Patriots. Yeah. If, the page, if the Panthers can go yeah. in there and it can't even get on fire with his offense, because he's got the offensive weapons. They're there. True. They've got a good defense. It's there. If they can go into Foxborough and put up some good numbers and beat the Patriots, oh, boy. Yeah, if the Panthers can beat the Patriots in Foxborough, I think the Patriots really do have to start asking themselves some questions as far as who they are, as far (laughs) as where they're at as a team. Yeah. That would be an upset um, simply because it's so hard to win in Foxborough. It's just so hard to win there. It's not, even the fa- it's not even the fact it's not even the fact you're playing Tom Brady it's the environment the weather yeah. and just the the the, pan- the Patriots are a completely different team at home they are they're, they're another animal they're a night and day different team yeah it doesn't matter how little they've gotten at defensive backfield they somehow managed to make it happen at home i don't know how they do it i don't know i don't know what Bill Belichick feeds those guys over there at home games <laughs> but it's something it's something. Um, and and Daniel has now come in. I think you might see De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins have a good week this week, even though it's a bold prediction. I don't think it's that big of a bold prediction, to be honest. I don't honest. think it's a bold prediction. Um, um, he's played well. well. He's played well I don't year. think it's a bold prediction simply because the Texans are kind of limited on offense. They don't really have a lot of well, weapons. Well, they, they do. They do. They, you know, again, I mean, Lamar, they've got Lamar Miller, but I'm not really. Oh, then they've got the speedster uh, Will Fuller uh, on the opposite side of the field. And yeah. that's going to draw some attention.
3: Yeah, um, I, I don't, I if, don't if buy
1: any, it. If anything, I expect Deshaun Watson to have a pretty good game today. In all honesty, I, I don't buy. I don't buy the Will Fuller thing. Um, we well, should have last year. He did well last year. Yeah, didn't. I'm not buying it. I'm not seeing it this year. <laughs> um deandre hopkins though he's proven to be the number favorite. one guy. he's proven to be the number one guy the favorited guy so i yeah. don't really feel like it's a bold prediction at all for him to have a good game yeah. i if the if the texans are going to have any kind of chance of winning this game he damn well better have a good game he yeah. better have a good game or they're not going to win absolutely um you know that's that's just the way that is um ted i think the biggest upset of the week would be the redskins at arrowhead but that's not going to happen uh I know I'm I'm still gonna say the Panthers against the Patriots. The way Cam Newton's playing right now, he's playing very mediocre. Yeah. And again it's Tom it's Tom Brady, man. It is Tom Brady. It is at home. You know.
0: It's not gonna happen. And man.
1: you know what? I kinda would like to see that happen. I would like to see that. It'd be refreshing. Right? It'd it be interesting to see. Um but you know, that's that again, that's gonna bring up a whole lot of questions for the Patriots. I think we've said you <sighs> yep. know what? I got another question for you. Who has the biggest must-win game this week? Every game is a must-win game. But, but I know what you're saying. But who? What team must absolutely win, Ted? Who is in the dog? Who is in your doghouse this week, Ted? Who's in your doghouse? Well, two teams right away are in the doghouse, and it's going to be the whole year because they have struggled this year. They're zero and three. They are Cincinnati and New York Giants. They're in the doghouse the, and they're in the pound. Yeah, they're they're out for the year. Yeah. So enough with them. Yeah. Um, who needs to win today? Yeah, well, to I'll tell you what. This is going to be a not, no. This is a no bias show. I'm going to show my no bias. The Steelers must win today. The Ravens played like crap last week. You know they looked at that game footage. Why the? You know what? What, what were the miscues? What were the um, misopportunities that that the Ravens had? Um, you know what, how did they shut down Joe Flacco like they did? The Steelers need to come into Baltimore and get that W. They need to come in and come out healthy too. By the way. So, so I I'm going to go with the Titans. I think the Titans have one. got to win today. Yep. They cannot afford to lose this game against Houston. They have got to show themselves to be one of the top teams in that division. Absolutely. The Jaguars are playing with their heads on fire right now, yep. and the Titans got to play them twice too. They need this win against Houston. They have got to be able to win this game and prove their doubters wrong Just that be- they can win the big game. This is a game that last year kept them out of the playoffs. If you look at last year, one of the very one of the critical games of their season last year was not being able to win in Houston. And they went 8 and 8 last year and missed the playoffs by a game. I thought they went 9 and 7. I oh. thought they were tied with Houston. Were they tied? I think they were tied yeah, with Houston. Yeah, that was a tiebreaker. I yeah, it was a, it's a game. tiebreaker game so it's 9 and 7, but it was a tiebreaker game. Keep going. You're good. Uh, and this divisional, this divisional game has these divisional games, particularly for the AFC South have been determinant for who goes to the playoffs. That, that win you could argue, put Houston in the playoffs, right? Uh, you know, tied for their top of their division. Now you've got the Jaguars looking like a contender in the right. division for sure, which we, you and I both said would be this right. year. We both said, don't sleep on them this year and look at how they're playing. Um, but, the Titans have to win this game. They, yeah, they do. They cannot afford to come out of that with a loss. So. Well, and it's time for put up or shut up. The NBA has talked about how their playoff they're a playoff-caliber team about their defense. the defense. They the need a championship defense. Yep. Today they've got to they've got to strap on their helmets, go in there, and they've got to go to work. Yes, they do. Um, Ted. Yes. I know we. I know we <laughs> talked about it. On me this I know. I know bit. we talked about it a little bit already. Sure. Um, but. Yeah. You know. I have to ask. I have to know. You, you know this AFC North division, Ted. Yeah. Has has the performance of these teams changed your outlook on who will finish last in this division this year? A little. I think the Cleveland Browns have not performed as I expected, as most people expected. All three of us picked the Browns to go to third place and the Bengals to go to fourth place. Is that saying much? No, but I think the Bengals come out with a win today. I really do. Um, with that being said, could the Browns, uh, quote-unquote, turn it around and make it to where they move up from being dead last like they are every year? Sure they can. Tyreek Hill or DeMarco Murray is starting the flex. Uh, Heathrow, I, I, Heathrow, you said it best. Tyreek Hill by far. Yes. Uh, Tyreek Hill is the number one option for Alex Smith. Alex yes. Smith has been loving him in the PPR League every yes. week. He's just been giving him sweet, sweet kisses. Yeah. Uh, play Tyreek <laughs> Hill, sweet, sweet kisses. Uh, you're going to see a lot of this oh, in wow. the end zone this week. I don't know about that. Uh, from, yes. <laughs> uh, throw, play Tyreek Hill. Um, just don't even question it. Well, and not even just Tyre, the Tyreek Hill part. Like I said earlier, if I'm picking a guy to sell on this week, it's DeMarco Murray. Yeah. yeah. There's so many question marks in that backfield. Absolutely. So I, I got to go with Tyreek Hill for sure. Um, And, and honestly, uh, just look at their matchups. Yeah. Look at their matchups. Uh, the Redskins – yeah, they played pretty well against uh, the Raiders, but the Raiders have been very inconsistent on offense. Yep. Despite the fact that they've got the weapons, they haven't they haven't shown that they can they can strap it on and and really go to. it. And I'll be honest, I I wouldn't be surprised if the Denver Broncos win this division. I think that's probably one of the biggest that's surprises that's a to big surprise week, to me because you know what I season. you know I thought for sure the Broncos you know if they beat the Raiders, oh I the, think the, they're they're, yeah. they're going to have they're the Broncos will have won me over. Well. I'm still not 100% sold because I still think the Chiefs right now are definitely the team to beat in that
0: division. They're yeah. still they're
1: playing out of their minds right now. Yeah. I don't think anybody anticipated how I should have I should have I, I should correct myself. I should say uh playoff bound. Yeah. I, I'm I mean the not, Broncos not the I division. think the Broncos I think the Broncos definitely uh, I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. That, but I definitely think the Denver Broncos Uh, are definitely should be in that conversation if they win today. Yes, they'll be Um, in the conversation for contention. PPR League flex spot, Kelvin Benjamin, Paul Richardson, Wendell Smallwood, or Doug Baldwin. My Lord. Um, Wow. Okay, Um, what what was it again? uh, Kelvin Benjamin, Paul Richardson, Wendell Smallwood, or Doug Baldwin. Okay, give me one second because I've got Doug Baldwin in my league. And while you're answering that question, I see Tennessee defense or Kansas City defense. Giuseppe Russo. You play Kansas City, yeah. Uh, Daniel, you're you're on the same wavelength as me right now. I like I'm liking what I'm seeing. Uh, You play Kansas City's defense. Kirk Cousins has been incredibly inconsistent. Uh, He struggled to be on the same page with his offense, uh, with his receivers, I should say. And the Chiefs, again, they're playing out of their minds. Uh, You you look at what they did. I mean, they they played very well against the Patriots. They've played very well every week since then. There is a reason that they're running the roost over there in the so, AFC West right now, and so it's because their defense is the the, game. the Baldwin question, uh, Calvin Benjamin, Paul um, Richardson. Yeah, Wendell Smallwood or Doug Baldwin. Um, Okay, so I'm going to take Smallwood out of that. I, I really believe LeGarrette Blunt has earned the, you know, he's yeah. got the number one job for sure. Um, can, uh, Calvin Benjamin's an, an interesting one. I, I don't mind that nah. one. Doug Baldwin, though, if he wasn't questionable, I would roll with him because who they're playing against, but I'm reading it right now. Doug Baldwin is a game time decision. Mm -hmm. This is leaving fantasy owners in a very tight spot. So, depending on how bad of a situation you're in, which you're not in a horrible spot with having Calvin Benjamin, I'm going to say if you feel like Baldwin's going to start, go with your gut, go with Baldwin. But if you want to play it safe, I'm going to go Kelvin Benjamin here. Rusty Taylor asks, when will Shady have a blowout game? Well, let me take a look at his schedule real quick, and I will tell you. I, I think he blows out. I think he has a blowout game today. I, I think I think he blows up. You think? The Falcons. I know it's the Falcons, but at the same time, the Buffalo Bills offense, who do they have besides Tyrod Taylor or Charles Clay? It's got to be Shady McCoy. Uh, Atlanta Falcons defense hasn't done very well this year. Shady has a good game. You know what? I, I do think Shady has a good game today. I don't yeah. know if it'll be I don't know if it <laughs> I don't know if it'll be a blowout game for him. I, you know, but something's gotta give. And I mean last season, you know, Shady got off to a little bit of a slow start and then if you had him in fantasy for the next few weeks it was kinda like, Oh, hang on by the coattails. Uh I, I I'm getting that feeling again. I think I think he's due. Yeah. He's due for a good game. and he he's that. gonna get he's gonna get something. Uh calling it if he plays Dougie Buckets won't make it to the make it the entire game. Yeah. I uh, I I just I, I don't trust Doug Baldwin. I've even got it like I said, I've got him on my team. I put Doug Baldwin from my starting receiver down to my bench. I've got the Doug Baldwin bench, guys. So just you know and that's my opinion. Any any roll from nope. He hasn't called, he hasn't answered back from to Austin. Oh Carlos, sorry. Um roll on without him. Yep, we we will. Um, guys, we're loving these fantasy questions. Yeah. Rusty, uh, if there was going to be a time for it, I mean, something's got to give it's going to be today. I think, I think shady has to have a good game today for, uh, the Falcons to have, or for the bills, I should say, to have any kind of chance of being competitive against the, against the Falcons. They've just got to get something going. Uh, we know that, uh, they're trying their best to protect Tyrod Taylor. Um, And there's no better way to protect your quarterback than to simply take the ball out of his hands and, and give it to your running back and feed me more uh, is what Mich- McCoy is going to likely be saying today. Um, if he isn't saying it, then I don't know what the coaching staff over in Buffalo is doing. Um, the good news is they're not playing Denver today. Right. That's that's the good news. Yes. So there's a good chance. Uh that that you see him have a good game today. As far as upcoming games, next week will be a prime time to play Shady McCoy because they're playing the Bengals. Yes. So play Shady McCoy next week for sure, because they're playing the Bengals. <laughs> okay? Anytime your team anytime one of your players is playing the Bengals, I don't care if it's the I don't care if it's the kicker. I don't even care if it's uh the the guy that, the water boy. You play him. Yeah. Play the water boy. That's like that's like playing the Jets. Yeah. Very true. You know, play the Water Boy if you and, can play and daniel game. you're commenting a lot man i'm gonna go ahead and definitely send you an invite to the page you yeah, gotta like you, man. the page appreciate you yes uh see if there's any more comments if here any no, more questions yet nope so keep rolling here oh just getting some stuff done Heathrow, thanks for uh commenting as well man we yeah work. we love the a lot of interaction of today thank you for your questions man if you guys have more questions we're we're still here. We're Again, will answer. Share, comment, man. Yeah, we're, absolutely. I swear, I swear, guys, I will do it. I will run up in your pad. Oh my god! If you don't like and share, if you don't follow me on social media, we're gonna have problems, and you don't want to have problems with me, because I'm a big person, I'm a big guy. You are a big guy. That's why we I call am, you Big D. That's what, that, Well, that's, that's what, mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook or DeMarco Murray? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Uh, Dalvin <laughs> Cook. rusty. Uh, Rusty, just don't listen. Just don't do it. Don't even think about DeMarco Murray right now. I want you to shh do me a favor. <laughs> <laughs> play Dalvin uh, Don't 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 think about it. Just do it. All right? Just do it. I know they're p I know it's scary. to play playing the Lions. But no, they're not, cook play, but they're they're cook not well. playing the Texans and that's what matters. Yeah. DeMarco Murray's playing the Texans. I think I think it would be a little more. I'd be more okay with DeMarco Murray if he wasn't playing Houston. I think yeah, that's what's really that, going on That's there. the thing. And, and the the debacle that's going on with him and him just playing, performing one week out of the three. It's just like, what? Yeah. yeah. So don't do it. Dalvin uh, Cook. Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is, is your guy because uh, really. Rusty, I almost forgot. Some people haven't seen this stuff. Trigger's yeah, of- event. We've, we're going to show you a little sneak peek of what the silent auction stuff is going to be. Keep your questions coming, by the way, guys, because I am still watching. Right there. Process. We showed this earlier. Michael Bennett autographed nice, and a nice plastic protective sleeve. And, guys, Frickers event, silent auction. And then I'm going to show one more item that we have that was graciously donated by businesses. I know if you're a Buckeye fan, JT Barrett, you've got to be looking at that, guys. That's pretty nice. Silent auction, Frickers Van Wert. And if you guys haven't heard We will be hosting an event at Frickers, hosting J.B. Sugarts, Mike Adams, offensive tackle Mike Adams uh, from The Ohio State University, doing free autographs, silent auction, like I just said, Q&A session, enjoying good food, watching a Buckeye game with former Buckeye. How much fun is that going to be? Guys, it's going to be awesome. It is. uh, Uh, We're very excited about it. And, Ted, it's not the only event we get. No, we're, Frickers wants us to do another event. to do another Guys, something we want to bring up. It's with your help that we've been able to get these things rolling. Yeah. We want you guys to show up. Come up there. We, get your autographs. Get some pictures taken with these guys. Have some fun with us. Come get some wings. Absolutely. Come come, be responsible while you drink. We won't, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, I we mean. Won't, but we, we won't, but. We won't be drinking. That's correct. We won't be imbibing, but, you know, if you if you feel guilty about it and. If you really want to break my arm over it? You can buy me beer later when I'm not on the air. Um, just remember, you're responsible for me. If you if you start buying me drinks, you're responsible for me. So I will go home with you. Yeah, and and he throws right on the same page there. Hey Kelly. hey Kelly, Kelly, how you doing? Good having you on. Miss you. Love you. Longhorns fan. Hey, listen, I got no beef. The only thing I got to say is, man, what happened to you guys? Oh, you know what? I was reading. An I can't say anything. I know. I can't. You, you say can't show your bias. I can't say anything because I am. Oop. Oop. I am a tech alum. I don't. But I can't say anything because we lost Oklahoma State last night. It's true. Um, I it think for me heart. with the Longhorns, I just can remember back when Colt McCoy. And Jordan Shipley, oh my God, dude, that that team was Colt phenomenal. McCoy, yeah, man, he he played somewhere. Yeah, he, yeah, he played quarterback and was actually good. He, he was at one really point good. Time. He was really good. At there time. was a there was a time where Colt McCoy was actually good, yeah. but that time was not in Cleveland. Yeah, I, it turns out because you wear burnt orange somewhere else doesn't mean you're still gonna be good. Well, and you know I, what's funny is I always pictured in my head because I was a little younger, I was probably about middle school when um when that was going on, but I always pictured Colt McCoy as like the sheriff. Of Texas, right? Like he oh, would, he was yeah. Stop it. I, I love Colt Boy. It. Yeah, it is. Stop it. Put it down. <laughs> Put it away. Put it away. Then he came to the NFL Yeah, or...
3: yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. Listen, uh not you know, Daniel, it's it's cool. You're a Longhorns fan, there's no problem. Uh no yeah. bias here, man. I mean even though you got Buckeye stuff in the back of us, you know, beanie Wells behind us, but wow. That was rude. I, I thought know. it was just guns and blazing it, guys. It, Well no, it's it's guns up, but yeah. you know, whatever. whatever. Well, I mean, Oklahoma State's always robbing us of everything—wins, right. our mascot, right. our hand gestures,
3: right, right,
1: whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, no, no uh, kidding aside, um, yeah, the long—I want to know. I, I don't know what happened in the long run. So I was actually really impressed with the way they played against USC. I yeah. was really surprised. And then I don't know what happened to them last week. I have no idea. I'm just like, what happened? You know, and. and He even said it here. Uh, Cleveland is a quarterback career killer. Um, They've proven that time and again. You know, Cleveland, the reason Cleveland's been such a quarterback killer, though, we could talk about it, is because, obviously, honestly, in my opinion, it goes back to general managing. It goes back to the GM position. I think the unwillingness – well, for me, it's the unwillingness to take the big risk and go after playmakers. uh If you look at the last few years, just the last few years uh, in free agency, we've seen – great receivers come into the free agency yeah. that, that have been available. Uh, but then you've got Cleveland saying, no, 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 we'll hold off until the draft and then we'll be really, really conservative in the draft and that'll do it. That'll sure. make us great. But it's it's just something that's not paying off for them. And if yep. you look at it as well in the free agency, look at some of these receivers that have been available and you go with Kenny Britt yeah. and you sign him to this, Multi-million well, dollar – what did he sign, a $30 million contract? So, for me, with Cleveland, I think this offseason was a great example. Kelly had um, a question about the silent auction, I, I We'll get to that with just one second. Um, your point as far as Cleveland's inconsistencies. Look at what they did. They brought in Brock Osweiler yeah. on a $16 million deal. But then, then they didn't want to – well, then they didn't want to sign Terrell prior to a bigger deal, who's proven to be the number one guy. He had a thousand, his first 1,000-yard uh, receiving season. Um, come on now, that doesn't make any sense at all. Um, yeah. On top of that, you look at the inconsistencies, not just a quarterback, but as head coaches, GMs. There's just been inconsistencies now with Cleveland all now around. Now I do want to say, I do want to say this. I do think that Deshaun Kaiser has actually played very well in the system that they've got there. Yeah, Hugh he, is he has. He has really player. surpassed expectations because for me, I really was not impressed with Deshaun Kaiser in college no. at all. I, I, I was not impressed with him, but he has played very well. Uh, despite you know having very little to work with really in well, my opinion, well, and you and you look at when when he, when Deshaun Kaiser played in college, the big year he broke out is um, um, not last year but the year before he had Will Ford. He did, he, and he was he was the speedster stud that he needed. The next year he had a very decline year, didn't do as well. Now he's in the system with Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson knows how to coach a quarterback. You he look does. what he did with Andy Dalton a few years ago. Andy Dalton, kind of and, of I mean Andy Dalton had the best career uh, best season in his career, yeah. I think arguably. Yes uh in that system. He threw for quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but and we talked about that before, but yep. for me, uh it really does I mean, it really does go back to the general management. Uh you, you know, you can say owner, but really at the end of the day, the GMs are the ones that really make these personnel calls. They're yep. the ones that are going out and having their scouts pick these players. Uh do I think that I mean this year in the draft I think the Browns didn't do bad, but for me, what was really lacking was you had guys like Corey Davis. You had guys like Kenny Galladay, and you didn't see Cleveland snatch any of them. Yep. Yeah, yep. and they had, and the opportunity was there. Those guys were still on board for them. Yep. And you look at the way—I mean, you know, Corey Davis is obviously not the best example, but look at a guy like Cooper Cup. Uh, look at a guy like uh, Kenny Galladay. Well, look, for instance, Kenny they, Galladay is actually tremendous. I think they did go out and get some playmakers, especially in the first round. You, they went out and got Miles Garrett. They I, went you know, and got. Uh, Jabril Peppers, he may not have the but stats. Not on, but, a, but not on offense. Exactly. That's where I'm at. Uh, defensively, you know, I felt like the Browns' defense really wasn't terrible, you know, last year. Yeah, last year. They yeah. they weren't terrible. Um, yes, they needed some help, but they weren't terrible. Um, we don't want to forget Kelly about her silent Oh, auction. Kelly, how can you get in on the, si- yeah. the silent auction? Ted, how do I get in on the silent auction? Well, the silent auction will be hosted at Frickers um, in Van Ohio, Ohio. Kelly's in um, Akron, by the way. She's an Akron. So, yeah. Kelly, I know it's a couple hours or a few hours, but come on down to Van Wert Frickers October 14th. Um, again, hosting some former Buckeye players. Um, I love you, Kelly. This is the perfect time for you to come I visit mean, me, darling. I'll be honest. That Michael Bennett picture is sweet. I like so, that. And, and, Kelly, if you want to bid on objects, you know what, Ted, this is the perfect time to say this, too. Uh, if you want to bid on, on on some of the things at the silent auction, Kelly, um, you can come down there. Or, Ted, you know, I, I was thinking about this one mm-hmm. to bring it up. Sure. About... Uh, and stuff and mailing it off too. We could do that. Well, I mean, we I thought about having us have you know put stuff Pepper on here. Yeah, doing. It. I mean, this stuff that we have here, I will go to the event. But I thought about yeah. putting some items on here that's and saying, hey, it uh, the best way to get involved in our silent action is to be there. Yeah, uh, if there's something that you want to get, and then we have quite a bit of stuff. There's going to be more added to the list. There will be pictures put on our Facebook page uh, that gonna day. Be, yeah, there will be pictures, items. Um, um, yes. And I mean, for I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's, there, we have a lot of stuff already. Uh, you know, we've only we only wanted to show you guys a little bitty sample of a what tea. we had, a little tease, um, because I'm nasty like I'm a tease. Yeah, we we like to tease. Um, but um, you know, with these these stores were gracious enough to, yeah, to donate the stuff yeah, to us. Cool. And That's you know, right. all I had to t- pitch them was my name, who I was representing. Was obviously, straight football talk. We we're putting on an event, and. We would like to have you donate some items and promote your business to, you know, help you know you get some customers. Thing, and that Ted, was it. You know, Ted, another thing that, you know, and this is sure. kind of off topic, Yeah. but, you know, I was just thinking about, you know, kind of s- something we didn't touch on today. Sure. Fantasy sleepers, Ted. We didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about but it. We should talk about it. But, I mean, we've, 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 we've answered a lot of questions today. Um, and, unfortunately, I don't think Carlos Taylor will be calling in today, and I do apologize to everybody. Um, some people call in, some people don't. It, it is what it is, guys. You know, got to roll with what we got. You know, it's a shame, but it happens. <laughs> she said you, she knows you're a tease. That's right, Kelly. You know me. <laughs> you know what it is, baby. So, uh, anyways, if you guys want to be a part of the silent auction, please come down to our frickers. Yeah. I know Daniel's in Texas, so he probably won't be able to make it. I apologize, man. Sorry, man. <laughs> but we will bring you live footage uh, of but, the event. Ted. Okay. Just yes. because he can't make it to the silent auction, Ted doesn't mean he can't win something. Because Ted, what? Remember, we still got that big band of cards.
0: We do we?
1: Um, we, you know, and again, it won't be today, but we'll probably be hosting. Actually, I know we'll be hosting um, a certain somebody, a certain safety, yes, Kerry Rhodes. Yeah. We're actually going out of our way to interview him on a. Oops, hold on. Um, going out of our way on a Monday night to uh, interview Kerry Rhodes, um, October sixteenth, actually. And if you guys don't remember, Kerry Rhodes, he was a good safety for the Jets and the Cardinals. Um, so while we're interviewing him, I'll probably give out cards. Uh, I know the last interview we did, like that, was Gary Barnage, and we gave, had a card giveaway. Yep. <clears throat> I need to um, message those people that did comment and like and share the video and all that good stuff. So you Need to get back with them. Yep. I haven't forgotten about you. I will get to you. I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to make sure that. Yes. Yeah, we'll we'll do we'll people. do another uh, free football card giveaway. We'll oh, I will do that. Wanted to make sure that you're yep. still messaging those people. Yes. Absolutely. I like to stay on top of these things. Oh, yeah. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Talk to you next week, D, when Dak and the Dez show has commenced. Uh, Heathrow, uh, again, you know, I just don't see it. Dez has been incredibly inconsistent. If you had Dez last year, you were incredibly – You were disappointed. You were incredibly disappointed. If you have Dez this year in fantasy, you've been disappointed. Yep. Uh, It's it's play calling. Yep. Uh, When you look at the Cowboys – the only player that I want on my team is Ezekiel Elliott because he's going to get the running, he's going to get the touches, he's going to yeah. get the catches. Dak Prescott likes to throw to him, he likes to hand him the ball off. Um, I, I just, I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it. I it's think it's not I think, the rock and sock you know connection that everybody thinks it's, it's going to be. It's a good point to bring up. Let's see. I think I have, and actually, I know I have. Uh, Des, Des Ryan is, is not been uh, the rock and sock connection uh, that everybody wanted it to be. And you know, really, it's come down to play calling. That's so, really what it's been down to. So this week they've got the Rams. Next week they've got you guys. That would be a better, I would say, a better opportunity for Dak and Des to to flourish. I think I think your guys defense is a little uh, less stout than the Rams. That's for sure. I
3: mean,
1: and I then, mean, if, go ahead honestly, and then they go if you're gonna play them, I don't know. I don't really know week seven. Yeah, I, I I still I still don't trust it against Green Bay because and we've we've we played pretty good against quarterbacks well, here lately. He, you know, like I said, I think it's a better chance to do be, for them to do better. Yeah, but then then they got to buy week. Week, week seven. We just have week. Is, seven week se- if, if you're if you're gonna thanks Heathrow, I'm 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 all about the WWE references. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan, uh, but. Lucha Underground too, by the way, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a big fan. Listen, I'm a big fan. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Uh, Back to the Cowboys. Fans. Back to the Cowboys. Um, Dez, Dez is just not uh, not performed uh, when he's had opportunities. Uh, and I hate to say it, Ted, but I'm going to do it, and you're going to yep. shout blasphemy. But, but it's starting to feel like shades of Terrell Owens to me. Oh boy! Wow. The drop passes, the the inconsistency. It's getting to the point where I think. We might see Dak just not even target him. I mean, if you look at it, look at Cole. Look what Daniel said. I think Des is overrated, always overrated, but don't get me wrong. He's good, but overrated. Daniel, I don't want to say that he's overrated. I think it's just a play calling. I think Uh Dak Prescott is settling into his offense. It's pretty clear who he's been – who's become the main guys for Dak Prescott. You look at the last few weeks, it's been guys like Cole Beasley, and now that Ezekiel Elliott is playing, it's been guys like Ezekiel Elliott. Right. Uh, You know – Jason Witten has always kind of been the safety valve. He's always going to be, as long as he plays for the Cowboys, he's going to get targets. But Dez Bryant, you have to think about it like this: he's considered to be the number one guy. I would say, on as far as receivers go, in the, with the Cowboys, yep. which means he's going to get the number one corner every yep. game. Yep. Typically. And, and and what that and that is that is the big problem I have with that De, with Des Bryant. He is not winning his one-on-one matchups, and that's the real issue I have uh, with 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 Des Bryant. Is that it's not that it's not that he's not good; it's that he's been over the last few weeks. He's just been outclassed by the corners that he's playing. I could be wrong this week, but I don't think I'm going to be. I don't think it's going to happen. This is not the week to play Des Bryant, right. in my opinion. Um, something I want to bring up is also, guys, when you're doing fantasy football. Be sure to check your oh, shame. check your transactions. Um, <laughs> yeah. Reason being, this week in one of my leagues, somebody dropped Trevor Simeon. I'll say that again. Somebody dropped Trevor somebody Simeon. dropped Trevor Simeon. Can't So that. so I grabbed him up and I'm starting him Love this you week. you too, Kelly. Uh, because Trevor Simeon's playing Oakland. Be sure to watch who who people are dropping, who people are picking up. It, again, that could make or break your entire season. And, and this may sound dumb, but it really could. It, it can help. I mean, yeah. especially, you know, if you look at your roster and you say, oh, my gosh, I have an injury at wideout. I, I know last week, you know, somebody in my league somebody oh my in God. My league dropped Marquise Lee. And... In case you guys haven't seen this yet, Jay Cutler doing absolutely nothing at Wildcat wide receiver is the highlight of a brutal Saints-Dolphins game first half. So Jay Cutler was a wide receiver for a play. Picture that. Well, I'm gonna take a look at that actually real quick, Ted, <laughs> You, you wanna see that, do uh, I, I gotta see this. It, how does this happen? Oh wow, this is embarrassing. Okay, so Ted <laughs> Yeah. I have to say this because I'd be remiss if I didn't. But you're not gonna believe this. But the Saints and the Dolphins have combined for three points in the first half. Wow. First half, three points. I don't even I don't even know. Uh wow. Okay, so, I mean, the the Dolphins' defense playing well, but uh, what uh, the heck's going on with that offense? Listen, guys, if you have Jay Cutler on your team, uh, I hope you're not starting him, because if he's lining out at Wildcat, you don't yeah. want him playing. All right. They're trying to find something. They're, 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 I, I mean, I guess I give the Dolphins credit for, I guess, being
0: creative.
1: I don't know that's the way I would have gone about it. I'm checking it. on Michael Thomas, because, guys, if you've got Michael Thomas in your league, on your team, Let's see what he's got. He's got 38 receiving yards, and then so that means he's got four receptions. So, in a PPR league, he's got 7.8 points. In a game where it's three to zero, that's some pretty. That's not bad points, in all yeah, honesty. Yeah, it's not. Daniel, that, that's pretty good. Daniel Lewis says I, he thinks that Cleveland might be taken a little bit more serious if they use their draft picks widely because he thinks they get the three first-round draft picks, and he's no, he knows that they've got two for sure. Mm, uh, Daniel, I'd be inclined to agree with you. Um if the if the Browns can go out and get some good offensive weapons for Deshaun Kaiser, I think next year they could be tough to beat. But yeah, what's yeah. really been missing for them is they don't have an offensive identity. No, they don't have it. And you know they've got they've got some pieces. They've they've, they've got a nice little recipe going on, but they need to add some spice to it. Uh, right? They they got yeah. a nice recipe. No, so they do. Good. They need some spice Listen, now. Listen, the gumbo is missing the key ingredient right now. Pepper? Uh, yeah, pe- something. <laughs> <laughs> Cayenne pepper, or something? Maybe. I, I don't know.
3: know. Something.
1: Don't know. Uh, but the Cleveland, Cleveland has just – you know, we thought when they got Isaiah Crowell and established him as the number one guy, okay, this is where it's going. We're going to be a running team now. And right. then all of a sudden we get Deshaun Kaiser. He's throwing the ball. Now we don't know what we're doing. Right. Um, I think Deshaun Kaiser needs – a go-to receiver. What he's been, what the Browns have been missing is a go-to guy. The guy. uh, You know, they have not had a go-to receiver really in a long time. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to find anybody that's going to be the go-to guy. I mean, the last time that they really could depend on a a receiver, it was a tight end. Mm -hmm. And I think we all know who that was then. Mr. Gary Barnett, Mr. Gary Barnett, Mm -hmm. who was one of the leading uh, targets for the Browns. So I think, at now, this point, the Browns really just need a go-to receiver. Let me let me, let me throw this out there real quick. In other words, since we're t- still talking about the Browns, I'm still talking about getting to What if they would have kept Gary Barnage, okay? Go roll with me on Okay. They wouldn't have got rid of him. They'd have Gary Barnage And then would re-sign Terrell Pryor. What do you think about that offense then? Well, that's, that's looking pretty tasty. Well, the offense is looking a little bit tasty at that point, but my problem with that is that Terrell Pryor hasn't performed this year. No, and I think part of that has to do with who he's playing against, too. He's I, I don't know. Tough team. I mean, he is, but – are you really gonna tell me that the AFC North's not not tough? Not not as not as tough as what it has been. I mean and on top of that, the Browns did play the Colts. The Redskins haven't played a team like the Colts yet. Well, that's true. But what I what I'd say to that is that, you know, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a very Merry Christmas. But with, they're not. <laughs> um, very nice. <laughs> um but they're not. And true. the the way that I think that the Browns need to address this is first off, they've got to find stability. I think they're finding that with Deshaun Kaiser. They need to make a statement quick. Clearly, Deshaun is our guy. We're sticking with him. We don't care if he starts playing bad. We're going to stick with him. The major problem I've seen in Cleveland is the shakeup. Right. Every year it seems like they've got a new quarterback and they've got a new guy on offense. Who he's the guy. This year it was Kenny Britt. They're like, it's Kenny Britt. It's Kenny Britt time. It's going to be Britt. He's going to do it. I mean, I know he didn't do anything. Uh, when he played in Tennessee, I know he didn't do anything, but he's going to do it for us because we're going to pay him 35 or $40 million for three years or whatever it is. We're going to make it happen. Kenny Britt was not the answer. That's like when the Niners said Brian Hoyer is the answer at quarterback. Brian Hoyer is not your long-term answer yeah. at quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I, it's clear with the Browns playing to Sean Kaiser, they're they're looking like they want to invest in him, and that is a good Nine. Now to sh- now to really sh- show us that they've got some real faith in Deshaun Kaiser, they need to give him a playmaker and see what he can do. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. With uh, that. And I think this year's draft will yield some good. This coming draft will yield some playmakers. We've already seen some wide receivers uh, in the college uh, in the college spectrum that have done very well. Right. Um, you you know you you look at some of these guys that are playing. Just checking updates, guys. Don't worry about me. That uh, you, you look at some of these guys that have been playing. Uh, you, you know, we've got – it's going to be a deep draft, I think, at receiver. There's a lot of guys coming in to the draft this year. I think – you know, one right off the top of my head, I believe, Dylan Cantrell from from Tech. Not to show my bias, but Dylan Cantrell. Right. Uh, has been a safety valve receiver. Uh, you know, I know that um, – I can't remember the kid's name, but the uh, wideout for South Florida this weekend that had, like, three touchdowns. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He went uh, off. Yeah. So, I mean, there's going to be some promising players uh, coming out of the draft this year. And Cleveland just needs to add one of them. Uh, Kelly, they're missing a team that knows how to work as a team. Yes. Well, yeah, the Browns', the Browns biggest enemy has always been themselves. Um, yeah. One of the major things, one, one thing that is kind of uh, hopeful for the Browns is that um, they, they're not doing something that they did last year, and that's turned the ball over at my rate. And uh, something else to consider, too, is, and then a lot of people don't talk about this, is chemistry. Chemistry yeah. goes a long way with the team. They okay. may not have the most talent. They may not be the the, the on paper the best team in the league. <clears throat> but when a when a locker room gels together, and forms that special bond, it can become a championship and team. And you know what, Sed? It's funny that you bring up chemistry because, you know, I noticed we have some people talking about the Cowboys. Right. Um, before the season started, we talked about the lack of leadership in that locker room.
0: Yes. You got a message, by the way. I do. Oh uh,
1: yeah, somebody. Messaging you, Anthony. Oh yeah, it's um, it's all good. I already looked at but it. But we talked about the fact that there's really been a lack of leadership in the locker room. This this season, I mean, the Cowboys are not playing like they played last season. Right. And last year, it, it looked like they were together. They were on the same page. But this year's off season was racked by scandals, racked by off the field oh, distractions. Every single week, it seemed like another Cowboy was going to jail, getting suspended, getting pulled over outside the club, getting, you know, getting accused of something, you know, it all the distractions that they've had. Uh, this This goes back to the Cowboys being a young team. But the fact of the matter is, they just don't have the gel. It's not there. There's nobody there that's sticking them together. Right. You know, nobody's come out and been that leader. Uh, and i blame I would personally like to level the blame on Jason Garrett for not having control of his locker room yeah uh as as a coach who was a quarterback in the n f l who who is experienced in leading a team to the championship game yeah. I think that the Cowboys need to be looking at their head coaching position and they need to have a head coach that's holding their players to for, for, accountable. Yeah. That's the thing. Personal I, responsibility goes a long way in establishing chemistry. I think, So we're looking at two teams. You look at the Browns, they are still trying to find themselves, but you look at the Cowboys, the identity should be clear by now. Yeah, it should be, should be Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. We should know by now that these guys are the, fran- you, know, it, you know, it was established. They're the franchise pieces. But they need to start playing like they're the franchise people. Well, and like you said, there's been a lot of off the field. Start leading. And not only just not even not only just the, the, the Jason Garrett as the Cowboys head coach, you need to look and look at yourself as a as a team and as an owner. How do I want my team to be identified? What how do I want yeah. what, what type of standards do I want to hold my team, my players up to, right? And this offseason, it hasn't been very good. And, you know, I'm going to say something else. I, You know, I was incredibly critical about the way that the, that the Cowboys uh, personnel acted in the offseason. I'm going to be critical of Jerry Jones as well. And I don't want this to sound like it's a personal rundown of the Cowboys because it's right. not. I don't have a vendetta against the Cowboys. But Jerry Jones has not has not done his team any favors. He has not upheld the standard. I don't care what his players were accused of in the offseason. He needed to make a statement in the offseason even he shouldn't have you know i get it people are like well it's not fair Zeke should be able to play this and that but he needed to make a statement with a player yeah this year the way that the way that this team has conducted itself as far as professionally it's been atrocious it's been yeah, embarrassing it has been it's embarrassing. been embarrassing to witness I've never seen a team have so many off the field issues and have so many people come to their defense saying, oh, my God, but it's okay because they're the, you know, it's not their fault. It's okay because they're the Cowboys. You know,
0: I'm agreeing with you. Jerry
1: Jones has been absolutely pathetic as an owner this year as far as discipline and curbing his team this year. Yep. Uh, There's been no discipline in that locker room. There's been no type of, you know, show of force that, oh, okay, well, you're not going to act this way. And the only thing that we did see was the lucky whitehead incident. Yeah. And that was that was was an embarrassment. That was was an embarrassment in and of it. Yeah. uh, Suspending a guy that uh, that wasn't that didn't that got cleared of all of his charges while you have got while you have people under investigation in your team, uh, and in multiple investigations on your team. By the way, still playing for your team. Uh, So, I'm very disappointed in the way that the Cowboys organization has conducted themselves this year. And they're not the only ones that I think really need a revamping. There needs to be a clean clearinghouse as well, I think, in the 49ers organization. This is another organization that's been in complete flux. You look at this organization, uh, you know, two seasons ago, Ted, they were were Super Bowl contenders. Yes, they were. Two seasons. Mitchell, thank you for joining us, by the way. Two seasons, they were Super Bowl contenders. Mm Mm-hmm. Then they they the contract negotiations with Kaepernick fall apart. That doesn't that goes downhill. They lose some guys on defense. Yeah, they Patrick lose some guys Orland, on offense. Orland, yeah. And it was like we have no plan. There's yep. no the general management staff of the 49ers should be ashamed. Well, before. Now, before now it's good. Yeah. Now it's better. But they should have been ashamed. I don't know how they were planning on Having a team, and I want to I want to apologize to everybody on here. Uh, the reason why I had my head down for a lot, I was answering questions that a lot of people were asking right there. There's uh, more fantasy yeah. questions, so don't worry about me. Um, You're doing good, Big D. But keep going. But if you look at the 49ers as, as an organization as a whole, it, it, they do, they have no clear direction on where they're going. Mm. They, it, it was almost mm. like Brian. It, it was almost like when they signed Brian Hoyer, they were like, "Well, we don't have a quarterback. I guess Brian Hoyer." Well, I don't <laughs> I don't think it's not a clear direction. I think they have a good direction on where they want to go. And what it is right now is defense wins championships. That's what they addressed. That's what they went after. And I like the decision. This year, Kyle Shanahan has to deal with Brian Hoyer. They are, we already know. They already knew coming into this season this wasn't going to be a championship year. So they knew yeah. we're going to roll with what we got. Next year, we're going to get our franchise well, I Well, think, I think my – problem with the way that the 49ers have handled their offseason was, not that they went out and addressed their defense and said, okay, let's reload on defense. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. My problem is, they did nothing for their offense. Who, who their, who's their number one guy? Carlos Hyde? Carlos that's Hyde. it? Yeah. Well, that's their offense? Then they, then they picked up Pierre Garçon. Um, no. And that's not a long-term option either. I don't, I don't like Pierre Garçon as my number one guy. Uh, he, he didn't impress me when he was in Washington. And now he's in he's supposedly this number one guy for the 49ers. I'm not impressed with him. Well, I'm not saying to be impressed with him. I'm not saying he's a, he's the solution not, for the long haul, but they did address some issues. They did get like I said, Brian Hoyer isn't going to be their guy. They already know that this isn't they're not, not they're not well, I agree away with that Steering away from anything. I'm saying they had they they knew that it was going to take more than one year to turn this team around. I think as far as for the 49ers go, they know who they are. They know what plan they have. I, I trust Kyle Shanahan, and I trust Lynch as the GM. I, I think they're on the right track right now. I, I'm excited to see what the Niners do in here in well, a couple of years. Well, I'm, I'm not 100% sold yet. I feel like once, once things started to go sour, once we started losing defensive guys to free agency or retirement. Once we You're started, a history buff, right? Once we, slip, once we slipped away from not having a solid quarterback and losing some, you know, losing some offensive pieces, I think if the the way that they've handled this it felt sort of like putting a band-aid on. Well, it, we're just we're bleeding out right now. We're just going to slap a band-aid on it and hope for well, luck. You weren't we they didn't had no idea Patrick Willis was going to retire right away. Well, I realize that. They didn't have any idea Chris Borland was going to retire right away. They lost a lot of defensive guys with the with those two being gone. On top of that, they didn't know the what was going to happen with Colin Kaepernick. They didn't know he was going to fall apart. They didn't they didn't uh, Torrey Smith was inconsistent, so they let him go. That made a lot of sense. Vernon Davis they let go because he was inconsistent and got hurt. I Again, I don't think it's all the the, the management staff's fault. I think it was a lot of talent just kind of fell through, and now they've got to try to figure it out. But on top of that, you're a history buff. Rome wasn't built in one day. It's going to no, take more than a year. It wasn't, but I still – I, for me, it just felt like the, the Niners of all teams to, when it came to apart, be critical of. When it or, came apart, I felt like the Niners just were like, holy crap, we don't, we, what do we do? Well, of all teams to be critical of management, I, the 49ers aren't on the top of my list at all right now. It's the Browns. Uh, the Bengals is way on the top well, of my list. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know how Marvin Lewis hasn't lost his job yeah, yet. Uh, and that's another thing. The Bengals as an organization, uh, when you've got – when you've got players on your team that don't even want to play, yeah, get get them out. Yeah, get get. I don't want you on my team. <clears throat> if you don't want to play for my team, I don't want you on my team. I can't believe the way that their organiza- the way their players have conducted themselves over the past over this season so far. Yeah, when you've got players saying I don't even want to be here. Well, and you look at and what did we say in this offseason. We said it. We've said it multiple times on the show, many times actually. They needed an offensive line. They need to address that issue. They didn't. They, they did. did not they didn't. do it. They didn't do it. Andy Dalton's feeling the pain right now. Oh, no, he's going to be. He's got weapons. Right. He's got weapons around him. They've got that part. This next draft, this next offseason, free agency, however you want to look at it, they need to pick up some non- uh, sexy, non- thrilling yeah. picks, right? They need to get, address the core. I'm telling you right now, if the Bengals don't draft four offensive linemen this season, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Four free agents. Or free agents. Um, I don't want to hear it. If think, they don't invest in that offensive line. Well, and I've had just get out. I've had Bengals fans ask me, "What in this situation would you do?" And I said, "Well, first off, if I'm the GM, right, or the owner, however you want to look at it, if you want me to clean house completely, I guess I'll be the owner." Right. I mean, honestly, the way their offensive coordinator has shown up, the, this, this new guy, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd make him interim coach. Um, I think for me, I think I'd see. Well, this offseason, I'd see who is going to be head coach. I think they missed out on Mike Zimmer. Well, oh, I definitely, Minnesota. I definitely, I really, I, 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 think they missed out there. On top of that, um, I think I keep Andy Dalton, as I know Bengals fans are up in arms about Red, Mr. Red Rifle. I think I keep Andy Dalton, The one guy I would get rid of or trade is Jeremy Hill. You, we, we all know Joe Mixon is the leading running back. This, if he is, this, not I don't know what's going on yeah, over so there. Yeah, they need to, they need to. I think either be done with him, put him on the trade block, or just waive him, release him, however you want to say it. Um, we don't Jeremy Hill let Giovanni Bernard be that extra passing uh pass catching uh running back right um then obviously you need to address the o-line obviously you need to address the defense their defense needs help too it's not just well line I or, think and, I think the secondary I think the linebacker position for me is what sticks out for um, the Bengals and their secondary has been subpar yeah their secondary to me is the one that stands out the but, most but you know if you look at it a couple of seasons ago, they had a pretty good linebacking core. But yeah, they did, I mean, they, got, they got a lot of pressure on quarterbacks because of their linebacking core. We saw a lot of mixed blitz pass- packages. You seen did. the Bengals get away from that. They've yeah. gotten away from that. They don't have the pass rush. All that they have. all they have now is perfect at linebacker right now, and it's and, and he's good. The coverage's bare. Is the coverage bear. They lost Ray Aluga. Um, he went to free agency, and now he's picked up by the Dolphins. Um, you know they just they need if This is another team that needs to identify themselves. Daniel find their identity. says it's because the Cowboys are the biggest franchise in the NFL, that's why they get away with stuff. Daniel, I think it's not necessarily that the Cowboys are the biggest franchise in the NFL, and that's why they get away with stuff. I think the NFL, I think the Cowboys just have the best publicists in the NFL. <laughs> they're not, they're not the biggest franchise. Uh, in well, it, they're the highest. I mean, they franchise. are the they are the highest grossing franchise uh, in the world. In the world, but. That being said, they've got great publicists. Absolutely. Uh, and one of the things that I think really sticks out with, with their off-field issues is that it really goes back to Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones has a history, and if you look at it on paper, he's got a history of getting players who are, who are ripe with off-field issues. Trouble. Let's take a look Troubled at it. Is the word. Randy Gregory. Yeah. Right off the bat, first yep. name that comes to mind. Yep. Terrell Owens. Yep. Another name comes to mind. All these guys that he goes out and gets, yep. this is going to be the guy. This is going to be the guy that changes things. I'm going to I'm gonna draft this guy. Uh, and then you look at the way that he handles guys that have been with the franchise for a long time. Let's take a look. Key example, DeMarcus Ware. The anchor of that defense yep. the whole time that he was there. And not only does he not get an extension to stay there yep. and ends up going to Denver, Right. but he doesn't even get a phone call yep. for free agency. That's true. And, you know, I, I – it, it, I agree with what you're saying. It's, it all comes back to Jerry. They're they're good publicist, They're good advertisers. Is Jerry Jones? Yes. It's 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 all it's all Jerry. It is. It's you know? Jerry World. That's why they call it what they what they call it. They call yeah. it Jerry World yep. down there. And I mean, honestly, what it comes down to is, you know, I, I remember I remember Al, how critical people were about Davis right when he was alive. Yeah. Um, you know. I remember how critical people were of Al Davis and his decision-making. And people said, oh, you know, Al Davis doesn't know how to run this franchise. Right. For me, Jerry Jones, he's got – the world is his oyster right now. He's got, he's, he owns the highest-grossing team in the NFL as far as merchandise and all that stuff. He's, he's got the big boy bucks. Right. But he's like a kid in a candy store right now. He just has all this money and he's just like, I'm going to spend it. I don't care what I spend it on. Who cares? You know, who who cares what this player did in the off season? I don't care. I'm I'm just going to spend money on it. I don't I don't care. Sounds good. He's making I I really feel like Jerry Jones sits in his office and he just says, "Who's making headlines? This guy? I don't care what he did." Right? I just want him on my team because he makes headlines. I don't care. Big D. With that being said, a former uh, Dallas Cowboy did not come on the show, Carlos Taylor. Yeah, um, I think I think we waited long enough for him, um, and I think this is a great opportunity for us to say we appreciate all you guys and all your love and support you give us. Again, the Frickers event, October 14th, Van Wert Frickers. Um, uh, silent auction. J.B. J- J. Mike, offensive tackle Mike Adams will be there. Uh, two former Buckeyes. Um, again, thank you for the love and support. We will see you guys next yep. Sunday uh same time and again thanks for thanks for being with us and again guys yeah see you next week
0: it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper